Hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode, so if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers! Cheers! These are not as satisfying, but they're they not. Are I didn't full. put them in like fancy stems. Well, this is um, Panera Bread Lemonade. Pan- Panera Bread Lemonade uh, and tequila. And tequila. Oh, we're doing tequila tonight. Look at us fancy. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the worst mark. It's like a suburban margarita, is what this is. I mean, is. I'm not mad at it like is it a margarita no like if someone served this to me and called this a margarita would i be very put out i would but if they're like here's a drink i'd be like oh low-key this drink is delicious i'll have it yeah it's just lemonade and booze and Mm -hmm. it's fine honestly i'm here for lemonade and any booze lemonade and vodka is good lemonade and gin is good lemonade and tequila is good lemonade and whiskey is good lemonade and brandy is good like lemonade and absinthe Oh, maybe not. Maybe mm, not. Absinthe, I don't consider a spirit. Like, it's more of a liqueur. As more, yeah. It's more of a, yeah. But your your basics and lemonade mm-hmm. are good. Generally, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's some gins out there that would not play well, but. Like a very, very spicy gin. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But you're, you're like you know, more neutral, more herby, more floral gins. Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, we'll play well with lemonade. And then even sometimes a spicy gin, because like bourbon is really good with lemonade. Yeah, right. It'd be really good with that pepper. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I'm, it's not an automatic fail. It could, right. it, it could be delicious. It could be fine. It, dep- it depends on all of your, all of the notes that indeed, are happening. Indeed. So how's your week going? Great. Yeah, it was. Week is great. Uh, so I, all of my kids and my husband went to go live in the woods, and I'm like, bye later. Bye, I'm bye. Gonna, I'm going to get a pedicure. I'll see you later. Yeah, um, they look great. I, I mean, I did not get a pedicure. I did. I, paint my, I painted my own nails. Oh, okay. Well, still, they look great. Yeah. I went for a hike by myself in the woods which is against bsa policy always bring a buddy right i went by myself i had a fully charged cell phone i stayed on mark trails i was not like i was not like bushwhacking i was not like forging you know a trail i was walking in a you know cute semi-urban cute suburban uh like forest preserve yeah if you walked any direction you would end up with. I, I encountered a uh, a person who worked there and was like, hey, like on the trail, he passed mm-hmm. me. And uh, of course, he's like a 90-year-old man. <laughs> That's who works at Nature Preserves. Right. And was like, hey, do you know the way out? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. And he was like, okay, just check in. <laughs> just check and make sure nobody's turned around. Right. Because we got like two hours till sunset. So... You know, be be looking your way out. That's mm-hmm. your that's a subtle, kind way of saying you don't have to go home. Can't stay here. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I got I got this. And he was like, okay, uh, best be going that way. <laughs> you know, low key, not nothing to see here, folks. And I'm like, oh my god, people still say that. Yeah. Um. So I did that on one day, and then one day I decided 
uh, to make a bunch of enchiladas. So for the weekend. So I like prepped, I prepped all of my chicken, went to the grocery store. I also bought a bunch of plants. Yeah, that just happened. Uh, cause you know, when Adam says have fun, he definitely meant buy house plants. I didn't not mean that, but that's like, fun to me. All the things you could do that cost money and bring you joy, houseplants is, I think, bang for the buck. Not too bad. It's not. It's not too bad. It's not too bad for bang for the buck. A lot of my houseplants last months and months and months. Um, I would like to compare your houseplant budget with my board game budget, but I don't know how to true. like extract your houseplant budget. I mean, I'd probably remember every houseplant I bought. And how much they were. And how much they cost. Because I am obsessed with money because generational trauma. That's also true. But um, <laughs> but I bought some houseplants. Um, and then that was one day. And then another day I went with one of my friends to a um, little like sip and script. Um, Which I think is the cutest name it's ever. It's a cute name. Um, so it's, it's basically like a, like a wine and painting but with calligraphy. Yeah. I'm here for this. As the one who, uh, again, maybe I could compare my fountain pen budget versus your uh, right. houseplant budget. So, so now I have now I have uh, a pen and some nibs and like an inkwell. I feel like fucking Harry Potter uh, writing my like, I will not tell lies. Um, I'm not, mm. I'm not good at it. It's not cute. I look like a drunken pirate. Uh, my my writing is not not, not ideal. Graceful yet. Uh, it takes practice. But but it was fun and it went really fast. It was like a two hour class and it was over in like so fast. And I was like, oh my gosh. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I could do calligraphy, maybe I could get into it. Yeah. It is um oddly soothing and calming. Yeah, but like, like with something like a, to show for it at like the end. Like kind of, the of day. like a therapeutic, meditative kind of practice. Mm-hmm. And like you, and there's things you focus on, like your body position and your breathing. Mm-hmm. Like when you really get into it, and you're trying to like. Well, and you do one letter, and then you fill up your pen, and then you do another letter. Like it's yeah. it is slow. It is not. It is not uh, fountain penning where you can just keep going. Right, right. Um, and I think like intentionally so, and you have to be like, okay, now if we're gonna. Normally, you would write an O and you'd start at the top and loop around, but because we're we're gonna have to connect this O and we might have to fill up, um, you know, halfway through, it's easier to connect thin lines than than uh, thick lines. So you're gonna start halfway through your upstroke, and you're like, "This is wild." <laughs> there you go. And that's what you do. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do anything around the house really. Uh, no. I did no laundry. I did no dishes. The dishes also, I loaded the dishwasher on Tuesday morning when I left were there when I got back Friday were. afternoon. They were, and you're welcome. Um, but also, I dirtied like one bowl. Because yeah, well, your fajitas no made a bit of a mess, but even then, it wasn't yeah, terrible. Yeah, um, yeah, but because I was like, oh, I'm going to eat the same yogurt and a peach every day, like till all the peaches are gone. Like I think I ate like two things. <laughs> I mean, I ate, but you know, like yeah, you. Were... I don't. I don't need a lot of variety when it's just me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, as you picked up, so our our old elder two were out at um, Big Scout camp mm-hmm. uh, from Sunday through Saturday. They just got back. We just washed them and are doing laundry. Wow, is that an interesting series of smells? Um, yeah, we're trying to keep it in the mudroom. Like you walk into the mudroom and you're like, oh my god, it's like walking 
into just like like the into a veil of locker room of smell. locker room smell and you're like oh my god but did you we... guys shower and or wear deodorant and the answer was yes but it was 90 degrees out there and right. they're like it everybody smelled yeah it just was ineffective like our eldest was like i you know i put deodorant on and for the first hour the only place i wasn't sweating was my armpits <laughs> and then eventually that just gave out right um but i do have to say uh he had a great time he got I'm trying really hard on this. He got his motorboating mm-hmm. merit badge on a ship named the Johnson. Y'all. He's telling me the story and I kept a straight face for the entire story. Honestly, and like dad merit badge right there. I'm just like. I cannot, I cannot believe. Did you text many Lord, of your friends? I've, several <laughs> of my friends are now aware. And were they like, LOL, LOL, dead? And they're just like, oh, you kept it together for that? I'm like, yeah. Just barely. Well, the best thing is uh, I was out of camp with our next door neighbor, mm-hmm. um, who is also a scout dad. And his son and our son is him age. So we're all out there together. And we were discussing funny things that happened in um, scouting. And we talked about the motor boating merit badge mm-hmm. specifically. Oh. And... He thinks that's just, he's like, every time it comes up, I'm just like, don't say anything could, you're thinking. We couldn't, we couldn't name this differently. We're not doing phrasing anymore. That's not a thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Powercraft, maybe? That's oh, like, uh, I don't know. That's not great. But like, power boating? Power boating. Like, that sounds good. But like, it, unfortunately, there's just a, there's a thing that's happened. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And it is what it is. And so we just have to kind of pretend mm-hmm. with all our, our our best skills. Yeah. Yeah. So. But anyway, so that happened. That happened. Uh, but yeah. And so spoiling that, I was at a camp from Tuesday to Friday. Mm-hmm. It was hot. It was hot. But. Um, but fine. I had six kids under my care. Mm-hmm. Um, none of the kids got sunburned that Good I'm job. aware of. High five. Like, High that's a whole that. thing. Uh, all of the kids drank a lot of water and were in good spirits and... Right. It's like it's like being uh, at a frat party where you're like, drink! <laughs> yeah, my favorite saying was, hey, we were going to take a bathroom break. Does anybody have to use the bathroom? Because if you do, it's a good time for a break. If you don't, drink water till they're done. Because <laughs> if you're not using the bathroom... Right, if you don't need to use the bathroom... You're probably getting you're dehydrated. You're probably dehydrated. So, and everybody would take out their water bottles and drink a bit and talk and chill. But no, we we did a good job of kind of keeping everybody moving, but out of the shade. We had our big, like, physically active, like, electives in the morning. That's which nice. Which was great. We lucked out. And then, like, we went to swimming. Uh-huh. Was, like, our capstone physical, like, active. And then everything else was just kind of, like, sitting Free around time. in the afternoon. Yeah, and you're like, if you want to swim, you can. But if, yeah. like, you want to just, like... Sit under a tree and be like, what does it all mean? Yeah. Well, and, like, we did have one night where we, like, went swimming and then we went out, like, at dusk and they had, like, glows, like, frisbees and That's footballs. Fun. And, like, uh, they played Capture the Flag, but everybody had, like, glow bands on so that you could tell whose team was who. who, who and it was really pretty cool, but also it was cool. Like, mm-hmm. it was... The sun had gone down. <laughs> the sun had sort of set. And right, so it was 70 instead of 90. Yeah. And Makes also, a big difference. Also, it's different if you're standing in the direct sunlight playing this game in the middle of the field as opposed mm-hmm. to 
dusk, where there is technically everything in shade. Right. Like, right. it's so much easier to be moving in, even if it's 80 degrees to 80 degrees, if the sun's right. not right there. It makes right a difference. There, it makes a big difference. It's huge. And so that was really cool. Um, you know, it was just a really fun time. Um, our little local council's really been, like, improving. Good. Good. Like, their resources are, I don't know if they got some better resources. Or, or maybe, maybe they're just more strategic about yeah. how to spend what they have. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the thing that impressed me, and I'll call this out, is that we had, uh, so, a Kaibo. You know what Kaibo is? No. Okay. It's the toilets in a okay. campsite. Okay. That are basically just holes. Mm-hmm. Um, these are well-renowned as possibly terrible and disgusting and yeah, yeah, yeah. foul. And they're just big septic pits. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come around and drain them out every so often, but they're just gross. They're just terrible. Um, but they have, like, wood clapboard surrounds. Yeah. Where it's just, like, you know, a couple beams, and then you just tack right. two-by-sixes to that. Mm-hmm. And they kind of make like a little shingle looking going down. Well, one of our boards broke oh. in half and fell. Like, it cracked long ways. It's like, I have no idea how that happened. Yeah, that's wild. It's wild. Was it that way when you arrived at the campsite? We think it might have been. Okay. Because uh, there was a log beside it. And then we were able to jam that log under and make it seal up. Mm-hmm. But like... I moved the log, I took a photo real quick, and then we jury-rigged it back up so it was closed, because that lets you see in just below waist height... Yeah, not cool. ...into the bathroom. Yeah. Like... And you're like, now no, the, no this bathroom, bathroom is not usable anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we could jump the log up there and, and close it up, but, like, mm-hmm. that's not the solution. Right. The solution was they had a QR code on the front of this thing. On the front of the Kaibo? On the front of the Kaibo said, if you have any problems with this campsite, yeah. scan Tweet. here. Scan here. Tweet. <laughs> so I scan there, and it takes me to a Google form where you fill out where you're at, mm-hmm. take a picture of the issue, and upload it, and a description. And so I did all that and explained, you know, this is what's wrong. This is why it's a problem. I sub- And then I had to go back up to... Uh, like the dining hall at to, lunch. Yeah, to the to top of the hill signal, where you got signals where you could submit, submit it. it. And um, so I submitted at lunch. Before dinner, the camp staff found us. And we're like, hey, we already fixed it. And you're like, oh, great. I was like, really? That That's awesome. He's like, yeah, thanks for reporting it. That was great. Cool, everybody. Well, and Carry it makes on. sense. Like, they're not in every place. This camp is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not in every place in the camp. So if you're like, hey, this part of this trail is not walkable. Yeah. You know, because, A tree of, fell here. because of XYZ. Like, this part is blah, blah, blah. Like, they need your eyes and ears. And right. so if they make it easy to report issues. Then, yeah. But the other part of that is I reported the issue and it was resolved within 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 hours probably within two hours mm-hmm. it was taken care of um and then within two hours they closed the loop and told us it was done and we got back to the thing we're like hey the thing is fixed look it's all fixed but also like you know not to my own horn i was able to take a photo i was mm-hmm. able to communicate what is wrong and why that's an issue you know this is an issue because suddenly you can see into a bathroom and that's you know there's all kinds of youth protection issues there you're right we don't we don't want any of this we don't need on we don't need another name on the lawsuit so mm-hmm. like let's get this and they were like we recognize the issue we recognize the reason it's an issue 
we're going to move quickly to solve it. And they did. And it was... Good job. It was like, I was like really impressed. Also, the food was so much better this year. It was so good. Good food makes a huge difference in camping. And it does not have to be good food. Like, to to be fair, it, you don't you don't have to I be don't need gourmet. Like, you don't have to have bougie camp. Uh, but... We had chicken nuggets and french fries one day. Chicken nuggets and french fries are delicious. We were with fourth and fifth graders. Yeah. That was... That's what you want. That's what the doctor ordered. They were like, yes, I know this food. Right. I will eat this food. And you're like, oh, tacos? Fuck yes. Yeah. We <laughs> had um, mini corn dogs. Mm. They were just, you know, those little, you buy them yeah. frozen and heat them up. And I'm like, this is mini not. Mini corn dogs are great. This is not fancy eating, but you know what it is? Delicious. All my kids are eating it. And yes. I'm not fighting anybody. Yes. So, you know, we did have chicken cordon bleu one night, like Ooh. the frozen chicken cordon bleus. So fast. Those were not as popular with the kids. But they were pretty good. But the next night we had hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And the kids were like all over those. I think our youngest ate three hamburgers. That's a lot. He is not a big dude. He is not. He is he was not like, a big dude. Dad, I'm just so hungry right now. And I'm like, oh, it begins. <laughs> I walked like 10 miles. Well, yeah, that's the other part is for two days he had been walking mile upon mile. I mean when I and when I oh. went uh and I was only there for like one day. Mm-hmm. I walked like ten miles that day. Oh, yeah. No problem. And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, my kid is walking ten miles a day easily. Yeah, yeah. Well and the other thing is I walk ten miles a day, but like I would get back to camp, pull up a seat, and watch them run up and down the <laughs> right. hill. Like let's play sharks and minnows. <laughs> like <laughs> They never stop moving with the campsite. Right, play, I sure as hell stop moving at the, the mountain. And you're like, I'm going to sit here and in watch. this chair. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So it was good. It's one of those things where you kind of look at it. You're like, this was memorable. This was a good thing to do. This was. Good job. Good job. Slowly, but surely yeah. becoming like low key outdoorsy. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I was very glad to get a shower. And to sleep in the freshly laundered sheets that you put you on You are bed. welcome. You are welcome. Oh, God, that was great. You did do that housey thing. <laughs> I did. I did do that housey thing where I was like, you know what would, what I really want if I come back from camp is like clean sheets. Like clean, clean I sheets. Want a, I want a clean sheet day. Um, and so I, I stripped our bed and I stripped our son's bed uh, and gave him new sheets. Yeah. So we both had those. And then today we stripped... The Elder Two's mm-hmm. beds, and ha- they got that. And when we, when I told them that we had done that, they both lit up like, "Oh, oh that's gonna be so nice. It's <laughs> gonna be so good, Dad." I was like, yeah, "Thank your mom too. She's she's been she's been part of this process as well." But uh, they were both very excited to get clean sheets because, yeah. I mean, I'm a slacker, and I don't change sheets as much as we should. But I don't know how often you're supposed to change sheets. once a week. Dear Lord, really? Yeah. Yeah. Once a week. But I don't have, I like... I figured it was once a month, and we were just missing that <laughs> by, like, a factor of two. But we don't have staff, and uh, unless, you know, we have, like, real severe skin conditions, Yeah, I'm like, Bleh. Well, and the thing is, like, I had a stay-at-home mom who probably changed them once a week that I just yeah. was not aware of. Yeah, she 100% did. Oh, yeah. I bet if you asked her, She'd be like, she would be, wow. like, truly disgusted and horrified. <laughs> Which is why I'd never bring it up. 
I don't need more reasons for my mother to be disappointed in me. Yes. I've got a list. Aw, aw, you're great. I am. You're doing fine. Yeah, oh, no, no, I'm doing fine. I don't put any blame on me for this. (laughs) Her disappointment is just her expectations gone wild. Right, right. I mean, we should probably change sheets more often. That we should. Uh, She's probably right on that one. TBH, she's probably not wrong. Yeah, she's not. Um, But anyway. So, all that to say, we did watch a movie today. We did. Yeah. Um, we've seen this one. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't reviewed this one. I, just, I checked. We had done Monsters Incorporated, mm-hmm. uh, which is the prequel sequel. It's, 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 it's the, the, it's the first. I don't know how to, ref- so I know the second movie in a sequel, or a se- the second movie is either a sequel or a prequel. Yeah. So we watched Monsters University. Yeah. Which is a prequel. To... To the movie Monster Inc. Do you just call it the original, I guess? I think you call it the prequel. You just call I it... Guess. You just call it the prequel. Sure. But it's the, um... Yeah, it's set years before. Um, it starts off on a field trip. Aww. And, like, little baby monsters yeah. are going to the power plant. Yeah, on a, like... What I imagine is probably the highlight field trip of their year. Right. Also, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever. It's intentionally like a low-key day at the power plant. I mean, I don't know that there's low-key days at power plants. I figured they're all just pretty much the same. Like, you don't really they're get a all day off. You're just, you're just going. Uh, but they're there to see how power is made. And, I mean, it'd be the same as going to see, like a dam or uh you know i guess a power plant coal plant yeah i've never been to a power plant i've never been to a power plant or a coal plant i have been to a water treatment facility that is exciting yeah yeah why i don't know was it a field trip yeah okay we do a field trip to a water treatment facility uh there are tomatoes growing in all of the poop always because the seeds can make it through the system. Yeah, because the seeds aren't, di- like, the human body doesn't digest tomato seeds. Mm. Ever. And so, tomato seeds are just, like, always around. <laughs> so, in, you know, like, giant piles of sewage, there will be tomatoes. And you're like, life finds a way. <laughs> like, this sure is does. wild. Sure does. Wow. Sure does. So good for that. Yep, and then we learned about like all the bugs that eat all the other stuff, mm. and you need like a certain amount of oxygen. So that's why like all the water treatment plants have like fountains because mm-hmm. they have to aerate the uh, water. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Get that aerobic action going. Yeah, but I remember tomatoes growing poop. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And on that note, please yeah. parent responsibly. <laughs> that's the closest I got to like a. Um, a moral or a... Not a moral, but a um, a public works type. Uh, I guess. So. That's cool. Type of field trip. So, they're at the field trip, and first off, poor Mike, who is adorable, gets left on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, probably... Because he's so short. Well, also, uh, I feel like he's a little bit like some of the kids I know that will just be staring out the window and not pay attention to the fact that, Right, be that, like, like, hey, it's time to get off the bus! And they're like, oh my god, lights and windows and yeah. clouds and shit. Or, like, I was just like, 
writing my name and my breath on the window. Like, right. I was just like thinking about like existential dread. There are kids that do all these things. <laughs> I was eating paste. I was uh, eating paste. But he he bounces off the bus last after getting closed in there. Mm-hmm. And the teacher's like, all right, there's Mike. Okay, everybody find a buddy. And everybody pairs off. And Mike, like, as people are pairing off, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good choice. You two are great together. Oh, yeah, how about you? Um, you okay, well, you're with them. That's fine. I'm cool with that. How about you and me, buddy? You know me. We've been... Together. We carpool? We carpool? We're yeah. also cousins? <laughs> and the dude just kind of like looks over his head and finds someone else. He's like, but that's cool, though. I see where you're going with that. That That's fine. Right, right. You guys will be great uh, partners in the field trip. And his teacher's like, well, Mike, looks like we're buddies today. You and me again, again buddy. He's like, oh, well, it'll be fun. Thanks, Evelyn. She's like, don't call me Evelyn. Don't call me Karen. It's Karen. Karen, yeah. Don't call me Karen. Um... And so they're at the scare factory and they're looking around and they get to the scare floor and like everybody's like, you hear your best scream and you know, the tour guide and everybody's screaming and Mike's like, look at me, look at me. Ah, ah. And he screams and everybody turns around and looks at him. Uh, and they I, all like stop like in awe. And he was like, oh, that must've been a good scream. No. But all of this, they're about to have like a scare floor uh, change of rotation and so all of these, like, big bad scarers yeah. come, like, tromping through. And they're like, hey, guys, how's it going? You know, like, real hot shot, like... Right, are you on a field trip? You're, in, like, learning all about how awesome I am? It's true, I am awesome. But it's only because I went to the best school ever, Monsters University, and someone's like, beer tank is better! Shut up. And he's like, so... He's like, it's not. And he, like, t- he has a hat. Yeah. And he, like, turns it around and says, I'm you, and he, like, gives it to the... He gives it to Mike. No, asking. not yet. Oh, no? No. So he walks onto the scare floor, and Mike's trying to watch what's happening, but he's getting blocked out. Mm-hmm. And this is where he sees a cart. Yes. And he, like, I guess jumps on the cart, and, like, one of the kids is... They have, like, a safety line. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, human children and all of their shit is super toxic. So you... you True. You gotta stay past this, um, this line of protection. Like, we we have to make sure you're safe. So this one kid is standing across the line on the reverse shot, and he's like, and the was like, get past, past, get back on the side of the line, buddy. And the other kids, this other kid, super obnoxious kid, he's like, but Mikey's over there across the line, and points, and the teachers look, and Mike is like halfway across the scare right, floor. like halfway across the scare floor, all the way at the door, and they're like, Mike, what are you doing? And you see him like walk into a door, like he fo- he follows, he sneakily follows. Uh, the scarer into the kids' room. Yeah, so he's like full on in this toxic wasteland as far as they're concerned. Right. On a school field trip. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some fucking paperwork Truly here. Truly so much, so much goddamn paperwork. And so the the monster that's supposed to be scaring this kid is like sneaking around but totally eye on the prize, doesn't notice. Right. And you know, the parents stick their heads in like, I thought I heard something, while the monster's like pretending to be like a coat on a hook or something. Mm-hmm. And then they go away and the monster does a scare and then comes out. And as he comes out, like there's like an entire emergency response team outside his door, like wide eyed, like ready to go. He's like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, I just, this was, this was like by the book. Like I didn't, there wasn't, I didn't push the, the panic button. Like why are you guys all here? And then he kind of turns around and Mike 
is now standing outside the door right behind him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my gosh, buddy, you're in there? I didn't even hear you. I didn't even see you or hear you. Like, Wait, I didn't even hear you in there. Right, you might be cut out for this scaring thing after all. And he like takes off his hat and he gives it to Mike Wazowski. Yeah, that's and, when. Uh, you know, he's like, I'll see you later. And the teacher's like, Michael Wazowski, what do you have to say for yourself? And he's like, how do I become a scarer? Like, I'm going to be a scarer! Yeah, and so then we get credits, which is Mike growing up and paying attention to, like, all these baseball cards. Because mm-hmm. the scarers have baseball cards. Right, they have scarer cards. Which is cool, because, like, when they're celebrities, that's why everybody's kind of smitten and everybody's super excited. Can you imagine if, like, the engineer at the local power pant had like a baseball card with this, stats. This is Merle. <laughs> like he's taken two sick days. <laughs> I would I would be like Merle, you gotta get out there more, man. I mean Like that is so fascinating. Imagine if we were like talking about their salaries like we talk about quarterbacks. Right. Right like he's not worth two million. What are you talking about? Yeah. He's, like he's... you got you gotta spread that around. You're like or or you gotta really invest in one like hyperstar player. Yeah, I mean, like, I could imagine a whole universe of, like, that. I would just, like, okay. Where, where people who work at a power plant are, are like, our, you know, celebrity athletes. Yeah. Or, like, uh, the people that work at the water treatment plant. <laughs> like, part of their, their card could be, like, great tomato recipes. Great tomato recipes. Honestly, so many tomatoes. So many. Would you eat... A tomato from the surge treatment plant? Yeah, I would wash it, but I would eat it. Wash it like I'll get out. I would cook it. Yeah. I wouldn't put it in a salsa. I wouldn't wouldn't eat it raw in, like, a salad. No. But would I, like, roast it? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to get me that internal temperature to get up in the 160s, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least. I would, like, yeah. Personally, personally, that's what I would do. So we skip ahead uh, during the montage. Mike's growing up as well. And we skip ahead to Mike on a bus. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mike is very young and very chipper and very excited and very Billy Crystal. Right, right. And he is. It's first day of college. Right. And this place is like just kind of a standard like liberal arts or state college like... Yes. Rolling green quads and, like... I do appreciate that they took, like, the real basic, um... What, what is the architecture of most colleges? It's kind of like a, like, a classical revival or, like, a, like, a federalist style. Yes, I think it's a federal style. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they took a federal style, but they tweaked it to where all of the buildings kind of look like monsters. Yeah. Like they took they took the arch and added teeth. Yeah. Uh there's like some some real some real dental. <laughs> yeah. The dental molding the is dental very dental. The dental molding is is very dental. Um they took and instead of adding one uh central um like window window they added like two or three or four so it looks like eyes and like all of them like the way they open they look like lids right there's a lot of that they uh they made the um the columns look like like swooping tentacles or like yeah they they did a really good job 
with the the set dressing. <laughs> yeah, but it's not distracting. It's just no, there if you're looking for it. It's there if you're looking for it, but it's not distracting. This was my first time seeing it on 4K as well. Mm-hmm. And like it, with on a big TV. On a big TV with like quality like optics cuz you know, typically it's just kind of around. Uh, but like it was yeah, it was really clear and you could really see the detail and it was impressive. I liked it muy much. Mm-hmm. Um also, they have, like, a little, like, moat where there's, like, underwater people. Yes. Which, like, begs a whole lot of other questions. How about... did they get to class? There's not, like, tubes. I, they must have, like, an entire alternate university. Right, of underwater scream. I don't think they would collecting? be screamers. No. You couldn't get into a kid's room as an underwater creature. I mean, are you scaring mermaid children? Is that a thing? Yeah. Like, maybe you're scaring mermaid children, and maybe instead of collecting screams, you're just collecting their vibrations of terror. Little bubbles of fear. Yes. There you go. Um, And he gets oriented with, like, uh, these super hyper, like, cheerful people. Honestly, like, that is, like, every college, uh, not orientation, but college visit I've been on has been, like... Five super pumped people. One person is like, they don't pay me enough for any of this shit. <laughs> like, yeah. There's always one person who's just like, I mean, here's the cafeteria, whatever, man. Uh, but there's like four people who are like, oh my God. This is our library. It's one of the, it has the largest collection of, I don't know what it's going to be, but every library has the largest collection of something. Right. You just, you just got to be real specific about what it is. You're like, oh, we have the largest collection of Marianist literature. And you're like, oh, that's great. How many pieces (laughs) is that? 27. What's Marianist literature? We have more autographed copies of uh, the Dilbert premiere comic than any other location on the planet. I mean, it's like Buddhas in Thailand, where you're like, we have the largest reclining indoor Buddha. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Largest wooden indoor reclining Buddha. We've seen that one. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. It's large and reclining and indoors. Yeah. We did the Buddha rule. Which I think is is held for me. <laughs> Which is that the fewer words used to describe the largest Buddha... Right. The more, the more impressive, impressive it is. is. Like, the largest solid, solid gold, gold Buddha, Buddha. I was like, I'm gonna check this out. And it was... Right. It's like the size of a human. It's bigger. It's big. It's like sitting down and it's like eight foot tall from butt to head. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. So... You know, your mind just kind of boggles. You're like, why isn't this thing under lock and key? And they're like, who the fuck is going to steal <laughs> 12 tons of gold? It's so much. It's so much. It's just not. Well, and then during the various wars, we covered it with stucco. So, like, it just looked like a random clay Buddha. Yeah. Uh, and then I've seen the world's largest concrete Buddha. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big. It is pretty big. Uh, the large. I, I remember the largest outdoor copper buddha we went and saw that in hong kong maybe yeah you don't remember it because it was covered because it's inside one of those like spires that they put them in sometimes oh so you're like so it's in there yeah so can we you can't see it no but it's in there okay good to know i took a hike for this i feel i feel the same 
way about democracy. <laughs> That's kind of disappointing, and we haven't actually seen it directly no, yet. I, tr- truth, truth. Uh, but if you're like the Democratic Republic of Congo, I'm like okay, you're like Congo, and you're like okay, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm. The Republic of Congo? Okay. Not as bad. The People's Democratic Republic of Congo? And you're like, There's some shit going on in like there. The more, also, cheese. The more words you need to describe this, like, cheese food product, the less cheese it is. Yeah. If it's just, like, cheese, and you're like, okay. And you're like, cheese food. <laughs> and you're like, okay. This is a cheese <laughs> And you're food. like, cheese food product. This and you're like it's even less cheese. With no one every, in here has seen with a cow. every word it becomes less. And mm. I feel I feel the same way about democracies Buddhas. and cheese and Buddhas. And whatever it was we started talking about. I don't know. I don't know anyway. <laughs> um but anyway, they're all getting oriented and um they take them to the crown jewel of the campus, which is the scare building. Which is the one that looks the most monster-ish. Mm-hmm. It's really well designed. It's got a giant dome in the middle. Right. It's very... With the eyes and the, like... It looks like a Cthulhu. It's got, like, a snout. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's good. It's some... I wish I wish I went to college in a building that looked like a Cthulhu. <laughs> we have to have a Christian school, so that probably wasn't going to be happening. Oh, it's, re- it's a real bummer. It it's is. a real swing and a miss. Highly federal style. <laughs> No, we all had like the international style. Well, it was yeah, it was an international federal style because like it still had some, like columns and supported porticos and roofs and like there was still like we had like one building that looked like cool and old, and all of our other buildings looked like what is this an office building in like Munich? Could have been or Could've like been. you know Minnesota mm-hmm. or possibly Florida or California. It was just. Could have been anywhere. It was definitely not Cthulhu styled. Nah. Which would have indicated possibly somewhere in the Pacific, in the, like, <laughs> northeast. I feel like it's, like, around Arkham, Massachusetts. Like, Maybe. That's where... I don't know where the Cthulhu's, like, have their, have their touchstone. Well, I mean, technically be somewhere, somewhere in the Pacific, southern Pacific. Like, deep southern, like, almost Antarctica. But uh, it's Lovecraft, so that was all kind of New England. It's all it's all fast and loose. Yeah, and so his stuff is like kind of set in the New England mythos. Mm-hmm. Him and like, um, I mean, there are Jimmy real King. creepy trees. Yeah, that's just it's just it's it. yeah. It's all, that's the whole vibe. It's like mist, <laughs> so much mist, darkness. Your neighbors are probably like doing human sacrifices, right? Because creepy trees and mist. Yeah. So Mike's walking around campus and he hears all these different clubs recruiting. It's like the improv club mm-hmm. and the like drama club and the debate club. And then someone's talking about the scare games. The scare games. And they're like the best thing you'll ever do. And they're so exciting. And you actually really might die. <laughs> and if this person's not Rob Riggle, they lost. So dangerous. So dangerous. But um, he's like, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to prove myself to be the scariest, best thing ever. And the one, like, super jock bro that's there is like, well, I mean, like, maybe not for you. And then the one super goth girl who is Oh my god, I love the goth girl. 
She's just like, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Here, here's a flyer. <laughs> here's a flyer. Get out of my space. Like, I'm not really recruiting. I just have to be here. And so then he makes it to his dorm. He's got his room assignment. He goes up to meet his scare major thing. And there's, like, a lot of teasing that it's going to be Sully, right? Mm-hmm, but it's not. He opens the door and it's Randall. It's Randall. Who's just... Fine. He's fine. Fine. He's wearing glasses. Yeah. And, um... Something happens and he goes clear, and he's like, "Oh, so, I'm sorry, that's so embarrassing. Like, don't want that happen on the scare floor, and uh, or in like scare class." And Microsoft's like, "No, you should use it. Like, you should lean in. Like, that's you know? freaking amazing. Yeah, that that's scary as fuck. If uh, you can get it to happen, but like, I would lose the glass and it, glasses. It ruins the look. So he takes his it gives it all away. Yeah, and he takes his glasses off, and, he's and then all he's all like squinty and like evil, evil." Because we don't have contact lenses in Monster Universe. Or we do, but he likes his look. I guess. Like French Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I like how I look all squinty. And I was like, that seems hard. Let's not do that. Maybe. I wonder what he's up to. That's going to be a disappointing Google, I feel uh, like. I don't know, man. I don't know. So he disappears that hard. <laughs> Either he's a director. I have, I have Googled many, like, are they dead or are they just doing production? Yeah, I don't know. So, first day of classes, bell rings. Uh, we do see a slug who's trying hard not to be late to his first day of class. He's like, oh no, first day of class, I gotta go, I can't be late. And takes off and just like... And then we never hear from him again. Yeah, he's like, he tries to haul and it just, it doesn't happen. We cut away. We cut away. So... Mike takes a seat in Scaring 101, and all the, like, big monsters are there, like the Dubro monsters, and they think he's a joke. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the teacher starts kind of like, welcome, who could tell me the, you know, the features of well, the Well, and he was like, I'm sure you guys were all the scariest person in your town, but you're in my town now! Like, truly, is anyone motivated by that kind of vibrato. Mm, I mean, do bros. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're motivated by that kind of vibrato, like, one, I am interested, and two, like, we are so different. Um, because that is my cue to leave. Like, this is not a safe space. You need to find something else that you can plug into. Maybe, like, design doors. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Yeah, but. like, this is not my space. I don't want to be with these people. They're the worst. Mm-hmm. And so, as he's doing this thing, he then asks, you know, like, what are the things about Roars? And he, Mike tries to give an answer. And as he's trying to give this answer, Sully just walks in and just roars. He comes in late. Mm-hmm. And he just roars, making a big scene. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's a great roar. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I'm Jimmy Sullivan. And they're like, oh... Are you, like, Bob Sullivan's kid? He's like, yep. He's like, I expect great things from you. And he's like, you won't be disappointed. So. And then he's like, hey, did you bring a pencil? I didn't even bring a pencil. <laughs> totally phoning it in. Like, truly the worst. Like, don't even come to class. And so, Also, like, right before the roar thing, though, we are introduced to Dean Hardscrabble. Dean Hardscrabble swoops in. Literally. Right after, right after he says, like, you're in my town now. Yeah, like, also, like, the lights go dim and, like, a window, like, you see this imposing silhouette in a window that grows right. wings. And right, all the, all the, um, drapes are, like, drawn, uh, like, automatically, like, she can, she can move things. 
And then she just lands in the middle and starts walking, and she's, like, super intimidating. And it... The fact that she is not uh, voiced by... <sighs> Who is it? Wait, Maggie I... Smith. Maggie Smith? Dame Maggie Smith? The fact that she's not voiced by Maggie Smith is, like, really a swing and a miss. Like, she is so hard um, and imposing. Yeah, she is really, um... <laughs> is, but, you know, like, whoever they got for her is great. I don't know um, who it was. Are you going to look it up right Yeah, now? I'm looking it up real quick. Um, and she... Helen Mirren. Mm. That'll do. I mean, Helen Mirren, I guess you're an okay Maggie Smith. I mean, she's not no Maggie Smith. But, like, I would have also accepted, like, Glenn Close. <laughs> yeah, like, someone who's just, um, like, a real tough, uh, uh imposing I'm, lady. I'm gonna say badass bitch. Yes. Like. Yes, badass bitch. Jim Judy Dench would have been fine. Judy Dench would have been fine. Yeah, like, but Helen Mirren's fantastic. She does great. Helen Mirren, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry that I said you should have been cast by Maggie Smith, but I stand by it. And if you want to come and talk with me, we, we can have it out. I have an open mind. Helen Mirren, you're always welcome in our, in our bedroom. 100%. Yes. True story. Anyway, so she gives this inspirational speech that's basically like, most of you are going to wash out, and that's fine, because we only take the best, and we only produce the best, and not all of you are the best. So. Tough nuggets. Tough nuggets, best get packing if you don't think you're going to cut it. Right. world needs, like, canister designers as well. So. There's always that. I mean, honestly, it does. Mm-hmm. Like, the... You could be the best screamer ever, but if that guy that can increase canister, like, capture by, like, 10%. R- really? He's he's going to impr- produce power way more. Yeah, he's going to be responsible. Than one screamer. Yeah. Like, more. the whole idea that there is, like, an echelon of people working is bullshit. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you, like, don't have people who can design doors. You don't get to go in. You don't get to go in. You know, like, you can be the scariest fucking thing ever, but if you don't match, you know, if you don't have people who are running the program of, like, matching monsters to kids to get the best efficiency. Who does the research to figure out what the kids are afraid of? Like, yeah, there's, like, a whole other, like... Like, psyop, like, right. secret agent monster thing that's mm-hmm. running in the background to figure all that stuff out. Right, right. And, like, the, the door designers, the canister designers, the people who can uh, move screams to power and, you know. Yeah. All this stuff. Like. Equally important. At least equally important. And whenever you have, like, people who are like, we're the rock stars and everyone else is useless without us. And you're like. Honestly, everyone is useless without everyone else. Yeah, like... We all need to work together. No one's out there making new canisters. Mm-hmm. You're going to be screaming into the void here real soon. Yes, yes. You know what? If I decide that you're an asshole and I'm not going to open the door, you're stuck in the toxic human world. Fuck you. Like <laughs> some people need to be. So, Mike and... You know, kind of leaves class and gets back to his off his room. And the lesson he takes away is he's got to work super hard. Mm-hmm. He's not naturally intimidating. He's not big. He's not. He's, he doesn't have real sharp teeth. 
Yeah. Or he, fur or claws. But he can learn. Mm-hmm. He can research. He can plan. He can execute. Right. He can be the best strategic mind. And so he's going to study hard to pass the final exam so he doesn't get kicked out. And Randall's like, dude, we should go out and party. And he's like, I can't. I got the final exam. And Randall's like, it's day one. It's day one. We've all semester. You can party tonight. I promise. We didn't learn anything new today. Right. We just got the syllabus. <laughs> so, like, let's go party. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there. And so Mike is like, no, I'm going to study. You go out. So Randall does. As Mike is studying, all of a sudden the window opens. And what appears to be some sort of monster pig is thrown through the window. Some kind of weird demon pig. Also, the pig is wearing a sweater. And has goat eyes and six legs. I did not notice the goat eyes. Yeah, they're like. Real, like, They're like real bally. Well, they have the like the double pupil weird thing mm-hmm. that goats do. It's it's weird. Look it up. Um, but anyway, he gets thrown in wearing a sweater, followed by Sully. Followed by Sully. Sully can barely fit through this window. It's like a mouse. Where you ever see a mouse go through like a tiny, tiny hole? Like a mouse can get through a hole that's like mm, the size of like half a dime. <laughs> You're like, how does your body squish like that? Sully's like that. Sully's he's mostly like that. He's a lot mm-hmm. of fur. He's very fluffy. Yeah, it's mostly fur, he says later in yeah. Monsters, Inc. And Mike's like, that's not. Sure, man. <laughs> By the way, he stumbles through, and Mike's like, the hell are you doing with a pig in my room? And he's like, no, I'm not in your room. I'm in my room. Oh, wait, no. This is oh, not this my is room. not my room. Hmm. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. And they're trying to get the pig out from under Mike's bed, so like Sully just picks up the bed and throws Mike under there. He's like, be careful, he's a biter. And then the pig runs out and jumps out the window. And they're Wait, like... doesn't he catch him, though? He kind of catches him for a half a second. And then, like, he gets out. No, I thought he caught him. No. He was like, oh, I better be going. Does he? I... I... All I know is the pig ends up escaping and jumping out the window without either of them having possession of him. Mm-hmm. And so they have to, like, do this whole hijinks chase through campus to get the pig. To get the pig back. I like they pass dudes playing beer pong. They so the kind of so stuff. the pig is Fear Tech, who is their rival. Yeah, it's mascot. Their mascot, and they stole it. Right. So they're close enough in proximity yeah. to like go across town and steal this other college's rival. Mascot. Which again makes me think we're in New England somewhere because yes, happens... there's there's many colleges in New England. <laughs> yes, that share a campus and hate each other. Right? Oh no, maybe not share a campus, Ooh, but they're like share a city. Yeah, across across town. Yeah, and they hate maybe each other. maybe an hour away. So at the end of this chase, they end up at the party, mm-hmm. and Sully's going to chase the pig, and Mike kind of looks around, sees a football, sees a bike, sees a trash can, throws the football, hits the bikes, knocks the bikes over, knocks the trash can over, the trash can rolls, the pig runs straight into it and stands the trash can up. And Sully's so able to just like reach in and pick it up and be like, I got the mascot. And everyone's like, yeah. Moods. Yeah. And so like all these fraternities walk up and I'm like, hey, everything about pledging Sullivan. And then you hear this voice go, hey, we got this, fellas. And all the other fraternities part and it's Roar Omega Roar. Roar Omega Roar. Which, which is, is supposed to be Rowl. Roar. Which <laughs> Roar. Right. Rowl Omega Rowl. Yeah, uh, and they they are like, hey, you're gonna come with us because we're the best. We're, we're the, the best. We're the cool kids. You're the cool kid. Like, let's just go. You, we belong together. Can we pause mm-hmm. and talk about uh, our relationship with fraternities and sororities? <laughs> I don't have one. 
<laughs> so we went to a college that didn't have fraternities or sororities, but they right. did have uh, service organizations. Right. And the service organizations did have Greek letters. Greek letters. Um, and they really uh, broke down into the like organization of tall, pretty blondes yes. and the organization of like bros. Who yeah. like lifted a little too much? Yep, yep. And, like it was, it was very funny to me. <laughs> yeah. That even though we didn't have, uh, quote unquote sororities or fraternities, there was still like some very clear delineation My, in college metrics. So the the organization I ended up joining, I didn't end up joining one. Mm-hmm. Uh, was kind of the organization of, I'm going to call them engineers. <laughs> We're around. We're here. <laughs> Like, none of them were, like, running for class president. None of them were, like, even close to that. Well, and my my advisor was your organizational advisor. And I love the man, but he is a dweeb. (laughs) He is. (laughs) He's fantastic. Um, and he was my advisor, but, um, and that was a great moment because he was your organizational advisor, he was my organizational advisor, your actual academic advisor, yeah, which led to a great advisor. moment when we were going to junior senior together, our junior year, mm-hmm. uh, with a group. Yes. There was, was you and your roommate and me and my friend. Um, we weren't dating at the time and he, did l- he ask you then? I he thought literally pulled me aside and said, so I just have to ask, what is your intentions towards Lisa? And I was like. I mean, like... She's my friend. friend. We're just going as friends. He's like, okay, just, you know. I'm putting a pin in that. And then the I'm gonna, next year, I'm going to circle back in six months. <laughs> and then, yeah, by the time we came back that fall, we were dating. And he was like, mm-hmm. Okay. I thought I thought yeah. maybe. And I was like, just... That would happen. He just... He thought it was hilarious. He was fine. He came to our wedding. <laughs> he did. He was so adorable. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah... We did, um, my organization historically did actually kill another organization. Oh, no. So there was uh, Pi Sigma. Uh-huh. And just through the power of a good nickname, we killed them. Oh, no. We called them Pig Sig. Mm-hmm. Um, and made sure that that was, like, posted places around campus and, like, had a whole... Why would you kill a whole other organization that's so mean? Um, they stole our bell. Okay. We had a bell at one point, and they stole our bell. We stole it back. They stole it back. We stole it back. You know, it was a whole it thing. It was like a cute, a cute little rivalry. And then we just went scorched earth. <laughs> you were like, through the power of puns. And um, and so that organization within two years just stopped existing. Oh, single tier. Yeah, they were the they were the dude bro orgs. They were, did you kill the dude bro orgs? Yeah, I don't think I mean, so. I think there was res- another one. There was resurrected as another group. Okay. But, yeah, it was the Dupro Org that we killed. At least that's kind of the history that's that so, I've been told by the that conquerors. That is so funny. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't join any of those things because I was like, I'm busy. Yeah. I didn't join to like, I think of my sophomore year or junior year. Mm-hmm. I think sophomore. Um, and then it was like late sophomore, I think. Mm-hmm. But that was because I knew like three guys, three or four guys in it. And they were like, hey, you would fit in here really well. And I get there and it's all like awkward looking people. Right. And you're like, I need service hours anyway. So. And I was like, no, this this is my people. This like, when do we play board games? Tuesdays? Oh, right. fantastic. Right. When do we just like. We're doing a book study? Fantastic. But you spent a whole week just literally like chopping down 
trees in a forest and burning them in a giant fire. Yeah. And you're like, it was my best spring break ever. It was actually really great. <laughs> really talk to me. Yeah. Just me in the woods. And I was like. And an axe. Okay, man. It was good. Sounds good. Sounds good. It was a service project thing. They had had an ice storm, so they needed to Yeah, they had an ice storm. They had a lot of trees that needed cleaned up so that people could hike. Yep. So we did that. And they fed us very well. I remember, let me think. I think we had, like, just a massive pile of pasta one night. <laughs> just so many scrambled eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steak and eggs for breakfast any morning if you wanted. Mm. But, like, the like the good, like, country-fied steaks. I, I like steak in any form, um, honestly. But... but last night we were there... I got, it was, it's. Isn't that when you were like thrown more, in the lake? Yeah, I was thrown in the lake. In like March? It was in March. I was thrown in the lake. There was ice still on the lake. That was a fantastic. <laughs> okay, so annoying. Do not recommend. Um, they did take my boots off first, so that was nice. Oh, that's good. And you're, you didn't have a phone. This is probably pre phone. No, I, I think I would have had a cell phone at that point because I had my truck and mm -hmm. my truck was not trusted. So my parents got me a cell phone. Right. Which is, is fair. Um, but yeah, they did take everything out of my pockets. They took my boots off and then they threw me in the lake. And then I, I think I had hypothermia and I still don't think I've warmed up all the way from that. <laughs> it's been 20 years. Yes. Um, but, but anyway, the last night where they were there, we had big potatoes that were like the size of my forearm and ribeye steaks that were like an inch and a half thick. Yum. And like grilled over an open fire. Mm. And like just, By someone who knew what they were doing. Oh, they knew exactly what they were doing. And it until it took it fifteen years for me to get a steak better than that one. That was my top steak for fifteen years. That's amazing. And um it was really good. But like we were out there giving them free labor. <laughs> right. They were like, this is worth it. Like Okay, right. we can buy steak for all of these you know, invincible 20-year-olds whose bodies are made of rubber bands who only need 45 minutes of sleep. I still have a sweatshirt from that weekend. Do you? Yeah. My, Does it still fit you? Yeah, it was really big at the time. <laughs> um, and it has a singe hole in the shoulder Aww. from some of the cinders. And you're like, aw, I can't yeah. ever get rid of this shirt. So anyway, I, I speak well of my org. They were fine. They were good. Right. I, I appreciated them. Right. I just thought it was but funny they that, were not do bros. That even though we didn't have um, fraternities, fraternities and sororities per se, we still broke down into all of these stereotypes, and it made me laugh really yeah, hard. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, so Mike is sent mm -hmm. by Sully. Mike tries to kind of ride Sully's coattails in. Everybody's like, no, 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 Dewey, you're out of here. Go join that group over there. It's Uzma Kappa. Okay. And Mike's like, takes this for the slide it is. And I look at that group and I go, those hey, are, that was my guys. Those are my people. Those, those are, are my people. Yeah, like we had a 35-year-old. Mm -hmm. My kids were like, why is there a 35-year-old in college? And I was like, there are no rules. You can go back to college at any time. But also, if you're 35 years old and you live on campus, it's weird. Like, I fully remember... Like, maybe a 26-year-old mm -hmm. that I was friends with, but being like, this is weird. Like, I I can be friends with you, but, like... We're going to have some boundaries. Right. I'm, I need a lot of boundaries, because I'm, like, 20, and you're, like, 28. Like... Yeah. Well, he had... Uh, I think I know who you were talking about. He had served overseas and was right. back... Um, 
mm-hmm. on the GI Bill. Right, right. Uh, and so I don't fault him at all. And like no, all no. of his, all of his, he was um, above board. He was a, seemed like a cool guy. Right. He, yeah. All, all of he was cool. He was cool with me. Uh, he was cool with everybody. But like, I was also like, I've been to public school. Like, I know how grooming works. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, gonna hold you at a distance. Right. And I will also say, some of us as guys kind of got to know him and were like, so... <laughs> like... You're just... a million. So how does just... that work? And then we found out and we got to know him. He was like a decently cool guy. And we're like, we're still keeping an eye on you, just so you know. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. He was in my dorm. Um, and again... This particular individual did very well. He behaved himself. Right, right. But it was like, you could, like, we were all kind of like, uh, yeah, like, we're going to keep an eye on you until you can kind of prove yourself. And he's like, Mm -hmm. and then he kind of did. And we're like, okay, well, we'll let you go. Yeah, yeah. Then he married someone his own age. I I remained constantly vigilant. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Like, we were just kind of, like, we were vigilant very hard at the beginning, but then we were kind of, like, we're just, like, kind of keep it happening. Like, you seem... Whatever. You seem so... But yes. But yes. Anyway. So, Mike is offended by this and vows to Sully that he's going to scare circles around him. And Scully's like, how you wish, and, like, it's going to be a whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, we get a montage. Of Mike taking class seriously, going to the library and study, like... acing every test. Like, doing all this great stuff. And then we also get the complimentary montage of Sully goofing off and partying, getting C's on everything. Or maybe D's. Yeah. Like D's not... for a diploma. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, it becomes very obvious that, like, Mike knows the book work, and Sully has raw talent, but is really phoning it in. Yes. And um, essentially what it ends up happening is Sully ends up getting on academic probation. Mm-hmm. And, like, has his his roar jersey taken away from him because, like... Right. If you if you can't handle being in a fraternity and sorority, if, like, you're going to flunk out, like... Yeah. We're, we're going to take this away from you. Well, and, like, a lot of fraternities have, like, a minimum GPA they have to maintain. Yeah. yeah. Like, otherwise, on average. Otherwise, they get, like, booted. Right. And so they're like, we got to prune. Because, like, if you have a bunch of people who fail out, you're losing your college money. Yes. Like, they want you there for four they years. They need you there for four years. You need to pay all the monies. Yeah, because it's really hard to get a junior. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard for a sophomore. More, It's really easy for a sophomore to flunk out. Yes. So, like, there's a little attrition, but they need to keep that number as high as possible. Yeah. I don't know if it's coming through, but this is Fourth of July weekend, and there's totally fireworks outside right there now. There is. There is. Because so freedom. Because freedom. Your dog doesn't hate fireworks. It just hates freedom. My dog. We don't have a dog. (laughs) Anyway. And as this is happening, we're approaching kind of the end of the semester, and the scare simulator is up. And so everybody's there for their final exam, which is to go into the scare simulator uh, and freak out Mm -hmm. the kid and get the ratings. Yeah, the robot child. By the way, we're going to act a sensitivity pretty good on this one, so that, like, you have a fighting chance. Like, Mm -hmm. you're a freshman. We'll start small. We'll start small. And so Dean Hardscrabble shows up just to watch. And right. again, just make her presence known and, and be the baddest bitch she is. And the first guy goes up, he does okay, and there's like a montage of others kind of going in. Some do good, some do worse, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, Roar shows up in the back before Sully get, takes his test. And, like, take his, his letterman's jacket and, like, drape it over the chair like, you're playing for this, buddy. You do mm-hmm. okay here and you pass, then, like... Right, then you're in. You can be with the cool kids. So no pressure, but there's pressure. And so Sully and Mike are now next to each other, and Sully's, like, flexing and trying to intimidate Mike and sell Mike. He doesn't belong there and all that. Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, I'm just as good as you. I can do all this stuff. And Sully ends up, like, trying to scare Mike, and Mike kind of backs up. And then Mike starts trying to scare Sully, and they start just kind of growling and fussing at each other. And Mike does end up scaring Sully. Right, he, like, startles and steps back, at least. And, like, trips on something and then falls backward and knocks Dean Hart's gravels. Right, so like, the, the, like... Thing is that like Dean Hardscrabble like got the scare um, record record in that very canister. Yeah, she filled and the canister, scr- and the scream is still in there. And you're like, they didn't use that scream for power. Yeah, that'd be like holding a 55 gallon drum of oil. Like right. it's just a commodity. Just, I'm, just, I'm just gonna keep it. I'm just gonna keep it just in case in my backyard. Like as a memorial. As a memorial to like I filled this whole drum full of oil. Like what? At one time this was like a dollar ninety nine a gallon. Like what? I what? Yeah. What? I don't know. But they end up <laughs> knocking her her canister over which then breaks and screams and rockets around the room and like freaks out and everybody kind of stops and is looking like oh shit. And so Dean Hardscrabble walks over and picks up the, like, broken remains of this canister. And puts, it, puts it back on the pedestal. Well, she just is, like, holding it. And they're like, I'm oh, sorry. Shit. Yeah. Like, oh, it doesn't really match her. And they're like, I mean. It's just, it's just the one relic of, like, you know, my. A hard win. A hard one relic of a, a time before. It's not a big deal. The most important thing is that nobody got hurt. And they're like, you're taking this remarkably well. <laughs> And she's like, she's like, oh, am I? Sullivan, you know, you know, ask him some theoretical question. He's like, um, uh, that's enough. He just roars. Yeah. You know, you, you know. So she asked Mike first. She asked Mike. And was like, hey, there's a person, whatever, they're in like Hawaii. They're afraid of like, uh, thunder and something else. Like, what do you do? And it's like, uh, you do, you do a shadow scare. You do a this, you do a that. Like, perfect. Demonstrate. And he, like, <gasps> he, like, breathes, ready to go, and she, she's like, I've seen enough. And she and dismisses the, him. And then she's like, Sullivan, you know, similar question, you know, this kid, this, this and he, like, halfway through, just, just roars he at her. He just interrupts with a roar. And she just doesn't even look at him and goes, yeah, if you would have known in this, you would realize that he's not afraid of loud noises, he's afraid of snakes, and so a loud noise would have made him cry, not scream, therefore alerting the parents, ruining everything, alerting them to the presence of the monsters and the monsters' universe, and causing the end of our lives as we know it. <laughs> right. You lose. <laughs> you lose. You can both go. You're both dismissed. And I'm sure... From the program. You're dismissed from the program, you're out of the school... I'm sure your family will be very disappointed. And as well, because she's like, because Sully is like, but I'm a Sullivan, and she's like, yeah, and and like I'm sure your family will be disappointed. Yeah, and he looks up just in time to see Roar leaving with his jacket, and he's like, got nothing. Like mm-hmm. he's just completely depleted. Then she turns on Mike and is like, listen, 
you got to go to. You're not cut out for the scare program. You know you all can... the theory, but you're just not scary enough. Yeah. You got to, you got something. There's just something that some great scares have. You who don't have it, you're not scary enough. Right. There, there is a, there is, so, some of this is hard work, but some of this is talent. And yeah. And, and genetics. And, and you don't have the talent in genetics. And so mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yep. So she doesn't kick Sully out of school. She just takes him out of the program. Yeah. Neither of them are kicked out of school. They're, they're just, just kicked out of the scare program. It's like if you get kicked out of the engineering program, but they're like, you can still go to college. Yeah. You're just going to be communications. Right. You're just going to be whatever else is around. Yeah, I blame communications. That's like post-engineering. <laughs> Our engineering is pretty communications. Well, we have friends who are communication majors, and we're sorry. Uh, at least one of them actually, like, really working hard in that degree. Right. And, uh, like, probably makes more money than I do. Yeah, I would hope so. so. I hope she makes more than I do. I think she does. I think so. Um, she definitely has fewer kids than we do, which means <laughs> that is definitely there. Yes. So, it's final, so there's a break, and after the break, they come back, and Mike is sitting in scream can design and just mm-hmm. hating it. He walks out, Sully just, like... Follows him glaring. Like, because, like, it's Sully's fault that he got kicked out. Or Mike's fault. Mike's fault that Sully got kicked out. It's definitely not. It's Everybody's definitely, kind of an asshole here. It, Sully's more of an asshole. Yeah. Like, I think it's 60 40, Sully at least. 75 yeah. 25, maybe. Yeah, 75 25. Sully's the asshole here. Yeah. Um, And Mike ends up getting to his room and throws a book at the calendar and it falls off. And behind the calendar is the scare games. And it's like, oh, that's my ticket. So if I can win the scare games, then like I will prove myself to be a great scarer and then they'll have to let me back in the scare program. So he runs off to the like commencement of the scare games and they're like, all right, so we're getting started. This frat's doing it. This frat's doing it. The sorority and the sorority, that frat, everybody's in. It's going to be a great scare games. The rest team win, yada, yada. And... Mike stands up in a car. He's like, you forgot we're in too. And they're like, I mean, we weren't really doing that part of the program, but yeah, technically registration is still open. So Mm -hmm. like, sure, man, that's fine. But you can't just be a solo. You got to be with a team from a a frat. He's like, that's great. I'm with these guys. Uzma Kappa. And everybody just kind of giggles like, um, right. And Uzma Kappa doesn't know this is happening. They're like, uh, we are. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I've got a team here. And they're like, it needs six people. And we're like, yeah, count us up. One, two, three, four, five, six. He's like, no, we go with bodies, not heads. That guy counts as one, not two. And one of the okay guys is like, oh, man. Two of the okay guys. Terry. Terry and Terry. Uh, and, you know, so there's a little disappointment. And Hard Scrabble like, shows up. And mm-hmm. Mike is, like, mouthing off to her. And she's, like, looking down at him. And he's like, listen, I'll make you a bet. If I win, you have to let me and my whole team... Well, you have to let me back into Scare Games. And she's like, if you win, I'll let your whole team back into Scare Games. And you see, like, Sully's face go, oh, wait. But if you lose, you, you, will, you will leave Monsters University forever. And I was like, that is money you are leaving on the table, lady. Uh, but she's got to prove a point. Does she? No. She's just being petty. She's just being petty. She's being petty as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not cool. You would be like, no, this super this this is a super smart student. He is all of straight A's. He is just not scary. 
like, let's get this guy right. his we, administration. We need we need to refocus his brilliance somewhere else, and we need to inspire him through and not validate making, him and validate him through not making him feel like shit. Like this is not that hard. Yep. So Mike's gonna do it. He's got his team. But they need one more person, and this is when Sully speaks up. Is like, I'll do it, and Mike's like, God no. Anybody else? Goes, anybody else want to come join our team? Anybody but this guy, and no one else speaks up. He's like, Fine, it's him and the right. And the one guy girl's like, I don't really care. Registration's closing in like three minutes. <laughs> like just, just pick a lane, dude. And so they're in. They're in. And so they have a team. Right. They have to like go be part of this. Uh, Fraternity. Fraternity, the Uzma Kappas now. So they go to the Uzma Kappa house, which just looks like... Which is just a house. It's just a house. It's a quaint little... Like, everybody else's houses looks like, you know, the, the houses from Animal House. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, they're all kind of weird and built on in funny ways. And, like, you no know, the windows line up and, like, banners and neon signs for their fraternity. Right. This one is just, like, just a house, house in the street. Yeah. Like, a just nice a big white porch with a swing on it. And they go in, and you meet um, everybody. You got Don, who's he's he was in sales for thirty years, but got laid off and decided to come back to school to see what all these computers can do. Yes, you've got Terry and mm-hmm. Terry, right? T-E-R-R-Y the two, the, the and two-headed uh, monster. One of them is a dance major, and one of them is not. And one of them is not. And so the dance major goes to dance, and the other one's like, "I told you we're not doing this, Terry. I never consented to this." <laughs> it was great. And um, you got art. Mm-hmm. Art basically looks like a giant, like, like fuzzy a, bow. Right. Like a big fuzzy rainbow. With arms and a face in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's purple and purple. Like yes. Dark purple, light purple. Dark purple, light purple. And just kind of walks by swinging. It's fantastic. His character design is great. Uh, but he is a new age studies major. Right. He's like, I'm here to talk about our feelings. And like, so I have dream journals for everyone. Right. And hands Sully a dream journal, and it's like and an Anne like... Frank monsters. <laughs> it's got like unicorns. It says Sully on it. He's like, thanks, man. I'm he's like, that. yeah. <laughs> you can look... see the moment. He's just like, I'm, I'm not doing right. This. He's like, I'm looking forward to like aligning our chakras and like. <laughs> he's like, sounds great. And then you meet Scott Squibbles, also known as Squishy. Yes. And he's undeclared, he's unattached, and unwelcome. adorable. Yeah. Like, truly very cute. And they're all super excited. They're like, hey, we've got, like, this really smart kid and this, like, really scary kid together. Like, our chances are just as good as they've ever been of winning this. Right, let's do this. Let's do this. And, by the way, Mike and Sully, here are your room. And they're like, we have the room together. Like, we fucking hate each other. And like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, sorry, you joined at the last second. <laughs> it also looks like it's a bunk bed in, like, a storage closet. Like, it's, I mean, my college dorm room was small. Yes. Like, my college dorm room was probably 10 by 10. Yeah. And it had a bunk bed and two desks. Two dressers. Two dressers. Yeah. It was, and that's it. It was pretty rough. And, like, a big window. That you I put, put a dresser in the closet. A lot of people did at our school because that yeah. was just where it fit. Yeah. Um, but they're um, they're getting settled and kind of bickering when the lights go out and they come out to the hall and they mm-hmm. can see like one light down in the basement as it slowly opens. It like creepily opens the door. So they go down in the basement and there's like a couple of candles burning and everybody's got hoods on and like they get paddled and like mm-hmm. told they're like joining Who's My Cap and it's like this big solemn thing. 
until the light comes down and this older, like, matronly lady comes down. Right. was like, like, I told you to leave the light on if you came down here. It's dangerous. It's like, Mom, Mom, we're doing an initiation. She's like, oh, sorry. Never mind me. I'll just, I'll turn it back off. And she turns it off and she leaves the lights on over the, like, I'm just going to be doing some laundry. And so, like, now Scott is trying to do his whole thing. While his mom is in the background, like loading the dish or the washing machine, popping and dancing. dancing. It's awesome. It is so good. Um, So it's pretty mom energy. If there was a sorority that I could join that came with a mom that did laundry and also like baked and like just kind of was around. Yes. I would have joined that one so hard. I would have joined that in a second where she was like, uh, I do laundry once a week and like once a week I make like a home cooked meal. Yeah, Sunday afternoons everybody gets like Right, like, like chicken and dumplings. I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> I am here for all of this. So ceremony comes to an end. Mm-hmm. And they're like, All right, no, never mind you're in. Never mind you're in. Let's go upstairs and build a pillow for it. And they're like Great. I was like, this sounds great. <laughs> I'm on pillow forts and duck chicken and dumplings. Yes. So next morning, um mm-hmm. Mike is asleep in his bed, cuddling Sully's hand, which is draped over. Right, so Sully is in the top bunk, which I think is interesting. Well he can reach it. But he weighs like twenty-five times what Mike Wazowski weighs. Right. And with a ladder he could Yeah, do. like Mike Wazowski could do the ladder. Like normally I would think you'd put the smallest person in the top bunk. So there's a couple things going for for Mike on the or for Sully in the top bunk. I think one is that he doesn't really fit on the top bunk. He's kind of draped over the bed, right? He so just, like <laughs> he would not he fit. Fall, he wouldn't fit in the bottom bunk at all. He'd his, have to be like his crammed hands, in there. His hands would be on the floor. Yeah, well, he'd just be like crammed in there. Okay, okay. And so like on the top bunk, he can kind of spread his shit out and like be a tall drink of water. Okay, yeah, like his feet over the edge and his hands over the edge. Right, exactly. Um, and also, like I said, like, Mike would have to, like, climb that ladder hard every time, which means there'd be another way that Sully was confined downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, I think it, I think it works better this way. But, anyway, um, they kind of bicker at each other as they're getting ready and getting out and, like, in each other's airspace. And it's, right. It's a whole You're thing. in my space. And it's my space, too. Like, you know, just, you know, we're roommates, but, like, I'd hate you. Mm-hmm. Kind of stuff. And they get a letter. It's like the first time Uzma Kappa's got a letter forever. And it's black. It has like a red seal. They open it and it's from the Scare Games. It's the first event at the Scare Games. And it's all about avoiding toxicity. Mm-hmm. Mostly referring to like kids and how they're toxic. Not like right. toxic masculinity, which I think would automatically disqualify Roar. Yes. But yes. Um they go to a sewer, and Art's walking in. He's like, ah, this is like one of my favorite sewers on campus. It's really great. And they're like, you've been here? Ne- never mind. You've been here before? And he's like, I have a whole life outside of the heart house, you guys. <sighs> like, Art. Art. Whatever. So, all the teams are introduced to fanfare. They call their names. They do like a pose or like a little action shot mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they get the okay. And they're just like, Hi. Yeah. And then, they're like, okay, so humans are toxic and their shit is toxic mm-hmm. and we don't have any of their shit. But, uh, thanks to the like biomedical team, we have something that's like a by proxy. Uh, and we have these like urchins. Yeah. Glowing sea urchins. Glowing sea urchins. So we have like thousands of these glowing sea urchins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do not want to touch them. I want to touch them, says Art. 
you do not want to touch them. But, like, the first team to get across, you know, wins. And the last team to get across gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. So, they line them all up. Ready, set, go. Well, and, uh, Mike and Sully are talking smack. Yeah, about, to like, each other. To each other. About, like, I can get through this. And, like, what? You're, like, a big dumb oaf. Like, you're good at scaring, but, like... You got no finesse. You have no finesse. You have no technique. Like, this is this is my game here. You know, like... Yeah, step off. I don't know who you think you are. Meanwhile, like, the other teams are kind of, like, strategizing and thinking it through and talking. Mm-hmm. And the other four members of the OK team are just completely left out of this. Right, right. Because they, they, don't, they don't include them. And they're like, hey, guys! And they're like, shut up. I'm busy smack-talking. And so the, the gun goes off or the bell rings or whatever... Everybody takes off running, and Art, like, immediately just dives onto these things. Right, and scoops them up. Everything that touches them Right, swells. they get poofy. Um, giant anaphylactic shock, like, instantaneously. It's like, one thousand, two thousand, poof! Yes. Explodes. So, now we know what the stakes are, and mm-hmm. everybody's racing through. Some of the teams are, you see them, like, touch them, and, like, a part will expand, and then they, like help that person hobble through or pick right. them up or whatever. Use one person to clear the way for the rest right. of the Also, team. they have, um, like, a gauntlet where upperclassmen are shooting these uh, urchins at people. Yeah, that seems malicious. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not just avoiding the ones on the ground, but, like, things are being shot at you. Yep. So, like, yeah, the first stage, they're on the ground. The second stage, you're getting shot at. The third stage, there's ones on the ground and, like, hanging from strings all over, like, mm-hmm. to make it even harder. And so Mike and Sully are racing through, and they take a few hits, and then a few more hits. And then as you, like, get more hits, you can't feel your parts, you can't... Right, you become more clumsy. You become more clumsy, so you take more hits. And so, like, the first team escapes, the second team escapes, and then, like... Or, no, the first team escapes, and then Mike and the Sully, Sully escape at the end and cross mm-hmm. the line out of dead heat to each other. Right. And nobody says anything. And then another team runs through, and they're like, oh, they're second place. Like, what? We were second place. Like, no, it's got to be your whole team. Your whole team has to cross. And, and so like, oh, shit. They watch helplessly as all the other teams finish. Mm-hmm. And then finally their team, like, wanders out in last place, swollen and beaten. Poor Squishy's like... I can't feel my anything. <laughs> it's like, oh. He's just right, like, and immediately Dane Hardscrabble, like, descends and is like, oh, it's too bad. Would have taken a miracle uh, for you and this, like, shitty team to do anything. But, you know, I appreciate your chutzpah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear the announcer say, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Jock is being, it's like J-O-K, but it's, you know, it's the Jocks. Mm-hmm. They're being eliminated because they were using some sort of protective gel. And you see, like, some one of the referees holding, like, with a big, like, leather glove on right. these things. And he's touching it to the leg of somebody and nothing's happening. Then they, like, wipe it off with a towel and touch it again. And it just instantly swells. And, like, they're that, disqualified. That's against the rules. That's where you're disqualified. Uzma Cap is back in. Yeah, it's Ma- a miracle. Uzma Cap is back in. It's a miracle. And uh, Dean Harris like, well, you're, this won't always be your lucky you, day. You got one on me. Yeah. That's fine. It's just the first event. I can wait you out. Also, I am the dean of a whole fucking school. Like, do I have time for a personal vendetta about, like, a one-eyed green, very smart monster? Apparently. Y'all. 
So they go back, and Uzmacap is now... They've made a list of their strengths and weaknesses, and they go through them, and they're all terrible. Like we're good at up close magic. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about it's all about distracting. Yeah, um, Don is very good at sneaking, and then he like goes to crawl, and his stickers are is like he's got sucker hands mm-hmm. that are sticking and popping, and he's like, I mean, except I'm really sweaty right now. So right, like, so it's, it's making it louder. Yeah, and so like Mike just takes charge. He's like, listen. It doesn't matter what you're good at. It doesn't matter what you're bad at. You're going to do it my way. We're going to do it our best. You're going to follow at me. Do everything I tell you to do and do it my way. Or it's the highway. And Sully's like, fuck that shit. Like, I do what I want. I do what I want. And like, he's like, you can't tell me what to do. I, I, I got my own way of doing shit. And Mike's like, all right, then you're going to lose. And we're all going to lose. And I'm going to be out of the school. And you're going to be out of school. And like. Right. It's terrible, right? So. They get a letter, and the next event is sneaking. It's the library event. They have to sneak past the librarian, get their flag, and get out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help that the librarian is fucking terrifying. Yeah. So they're like, what's the big deal about the librarian? And they're like, I said quiet. And the librarian gets like 40 feet tall. Yeah. And it has like a zillion tentacles. <laughs> and like grabs someone and just throws them out of Throw- the skylight. So... The fact that the librarian throws people out of the skylight enough that they were just like, you know what? We're not putting glass there. We are letting the librarian throw people through the roof, and then they fall into a tree and slows them down just enough to fall into the river. And uh, be fine. And be fine. It's cool. We are going to design the whole campus around the fact that this librarian has some real anger issues. But I bet that library is fucking quiet. Right. And she probably knows where everything is. <laughs> She's a real good librarian. <laughs> also, the person she throws out is because he steps on a floorboard and it squeaks. And it cre- it's creaky. And I'm like, that is not his fault. Right. That's your. That's some that's maintenance squ- department. That's a, squ- that's a squeaky library fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything's happening. We're watching this event go. You see a couple teams grab their flags and... It's to the point that only their flag and another team's flag are left. Mm-hmm. And Sully's like... The last person across uh, gets eliminated. Sully's like, well, time to make the donuts. And just takes off at a sprint and climbs up and makes a ton of noise, grabs their flag, falls down, makes a ton of noise. And the librarian starts to come up and starts to look around for him and is headed his way. And they're like, oh, shit. So then the rest of the team just starts making all kinds of silly noise. Right, distracting her all over the library. And she can't focus on anyone because she also is, like, really nearsighted. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she can't see anybody. She's got to go by the noise. And so they're able to kind of distract her around to keep her from finding anyone. And they all get out the door. Right, and they're like, is this legal? And they're like, they said not to have her catch you. They didn't say how. And so they get out the door... And then they're like, oh, fuck, we forgot the flag. And, like, it's a scene of, it's, like, all, it's five of the six of them. Because mm-hmm. Squishy's not there. And then they, like, have, like, there's just, like, a film, like, a cut, jump, you know, like, a jump cut of the camera going to a different camera, you know. Yeah. If they had cameras. But, you know, just a different angle. And then Squishy's there. Squishy's just right so there. The thing like, about, oh, God. The thing about Squishy is, like, he's real sneaky like he actually is he actually is real sneaky and he's like oh i have it it's right here they're like oh my gosh and then the other team that they're kind of racing for to not be last gets launched through the roof and lands in the river and they're like 
Oh my, oh my god, god we're we made still it. in it! Like, we were second to last. We get it. We're okay. We, we're, we're live to see another day. And they're like chanting, we're okay. We're okay. And I was like, good for you. Honestly, like, this kid. same. And then they're on their way home. Mm-hmm. And as they're about to pull into their house, they get invited by these girls that are one the of the... Hiss? The Hiss? Uh, it's not Hiss. It's the other girls. Okay. Um, to the party at Raw. Right, like, hey, are you coming to the after party? And they're like, we don't get invited to parties. And, like, it's for all the top scare teams, and you're a top scare team now. Like... So get on over. And they're like, we should go. And so he's like, no, guys. This is a bad idea, you guys. We're gonna get... This is gonna be bad. But they go anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Mike is like, they're finally, like, acknowledging us as real scares. This is my moment. And so they walk into the party, and as soon as they open the door, the party just... Reaches to a halt. Right. Literally, the music stops. Have you ever walked into a party and the music stopped? I mean, I do have that effect on people. No. No, never. That's the answer. Never. Never is the DJ watching the door. I want to ask you, I want you to ask me another question. And then record scratching. Ask me if I've ever been to a party where there's music playing and there's a DJ. Because <laughs> you know the answer to this one. The answer to that is no. Also no. Um, but. For the most part, the DJ doesn't fucking care. No, no. Um, I did we did our our eighties theme dance party? I guess there we had a DJ for that, and he did stop when we came in, yeah, to announce that we came in because it was our party. Because it was our party, yeah. But anyway, um, that was a great party. It was a great party. <laughs> anyway, so everyone sees them, recognizes them, then cheers and like, congrats, guys, you guys are awesome, and brings yeah, them in. these kids are wild. And so everybody's dancing. Squishy's out on the floor dancing and does the, like, rope-like toss to pull Sully in, who's, like, sullenly in the corner. Mm -hmm. And then Sully starts dancing, which is all just variations of, like, like growling moves that he does. Right. Because he only has the one trick. Because he's the one trick. And then, um, Sully explores the house. Or, sorry, Mike explores the house. Ends up, like, seeing their, like, hall of trophies and heroes and sees the, the scare games trophy that they've got on display. Right, it's like five years in a row or whatever. Yep. And then Roar's like, hey, we just want to take a moment and say congrats to all the teams. Of course, we've got Hiss over there in the corner. We've got the other sorority. I think there's another group that's in at this point. Like Mm -hmm. they, It's like four or five. And then want to say a special welcome to Uzma Kappa, the most adorable team on the in right. the games. And they're all just like, wait, what? And then they dump paint on them, mm-hmm. hit them with a glitter cannon, throw flowers on them, douse them in stuffed animals, and take a photo. Yes. And that photo ends up the next day. All over the campus. campus. On the front on page the, of the paper. On the front page of the campus paper, all over the quad. And they're like, nobody reads the paper. And they're like, but I think they read the quad. And then there's, like, they're unfurling it from one of the bell towers. Like, truly, the Kinkos in this town... Does great work. Does great work. Uh, and a real tight turnaround. Yeah. And they're all fucking pissed. Yeah. Especially Mike and Sully. And Mike is so pissed that he wants to try harder. Like, he's mm-hmm. got to prove them wrong. And Sully's like, nah, they're, they're right. We gotta go. Like, we just gotta cut it here. Let's yeah. cut our losses and leave. And Mike's like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out. I'm too like, tenacious. Yeah, well, also, he's out of school if he does that. If he doesn't right. win, he's out. And so he's like, I've already disappointed everybody I'm going to disappoint. So, like, might as well just save the last shred of my dignity and tail between legs 
Right. Go to sign some canisters or something. Mm -hmm. And finally, oh, Uzma Kappa, the other four, like, well, I mean, I guess they're right. Like, we're adorable. We're never going to be scarce, no matter what happens. Like, if we work really hard, if we really give up, Mm -hmm. we'll never be scarce. So, like, might as well give up. And Mike's like, fine. One last thing. Everybody get in the car. Right, field trip time. Field trip. So they take a field trip, driven by Squishy's mom. Yes. They're in her minivan. Right, in her curlers. In her curlers. <laughs> it's gorgeous. She's got like a house gun curls. She drives them up and drops them off. And she's like, I'm just going to stay here and listen to my tunes, okay? And you see her like roll her window up and then you can hear like muted heavy metal music. Right, it's like thrasher heavy metal music. And she's it's just like sitting there. Screamo. Like just smiling. Like, right, just like, like you would be listening to fucking Enya. <laughs> With this look on your face. But, like, scream of music. That's your thing. Anyway, uh, but they're at the Scare Factory, and they're like, wow, this is really cool. I've never been this close. He's like, oh, we're getting closer. And Mike produces a pair of bolt cutters out of nowhere. Right, and cuts the fence. Yep, just cuts it open. Right, and then they creep into uh, really close to, uh, they go up to where the windows are above the scare floor. So they could, yeah, so they're watching everybody do their work. Which is cool, like. Yeah, Mike's like, what are they like? These are the these are the best scares, you know. That we pick out some of the names, right? Of of the day, what do they all have in common? And they're like, I mean, nothing. Like they all have different strengths and different styles, and like they're all really, really different. Like, I'm like, yep, that's the point. That's the point. There is no one type of scarer, like. No one can tell you you can't scare because no one scares the way you scare. Mm-hmm. And none of these people scare the same way. So, like, there's no rules. Do right. do your best. Right. It's all about leaning into who you are and, like, finding the, the scare in you. Yep. So they kind of have this whole moment and Sully and Mike kind of both realize they're being jerks, which is true. Yeah. And decide they're going to work together and... um build this team up. And right, like, we can succeed as a team, but only if we let everybody, like, be their best selves, and not if we feel like our way is the only way. Right. And so, as they're having this revelation, all of a sudden they get spotted mm-hmm. by security, and they have to run out of the... Like, what the hell are you doing here? And Mike ends up picking up um, Squishy. Mm-hmm. And then also picking up... Sully Don. does. Sully, Sully does. does, sorry. Yeah, Sully picks up Squishy. No, because, no, because Don, Don... Don is like, it's no big deal, it's just a heart attack. So he picks him up, too. <laughs> so so he picks up Don first. And then uh, the Squishy. other people are like, fuck no. And if, just if, like, if you're carrying on. Don, you're carrying me. <laughs> like, so Mike's running through the factory. Portal. Sully. Sully's running through the factory. Mike is ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And they, they're, like, running, and they're like... And Squishy's like, Mom, start the car. She's like, what? Start the car. What the bar? Start the car. We have to go. And And she's she's like, like, oh, sorry. And so they all pile in. And she's like, nothing happened. She goes, seatbelts. And you hear it. Click, 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 click. And she's like, okay. And she starts. She's like, does anybody want some gum? And Mike, like, jumps over and pushes the uh, gas pedal. Gas pedal. It's like, we have to go. I don't have time for this bullshit. And so they get the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, No real like chasing no zero repercussions yeah like you just see like the cops like run or security run out like see him drive away and be like well well yeah whatever next time we'll get him let's fix that fence 
And then we have a montage of mom doing mm-hmm. some wicked embroidery real fast. Again, yes. if your shorty came with an embroidering, cooking, yes. laundry doing mom. Yes. Totally. I'd be like, can I get like a big Laverne sweater? <laughs> well, she makes like these embroidered, like she makes an embroidered polo for Don. She makes some sweaters and cardigans for, mm-hmm. um. She makes a hat. Like she makes, a hat she for, makes all of their merch. But like, so the Terry's get like a sweater. Sully gets a cardigan because he doesn't really button it up. No, so it's so, like it's like a shirt. Oh, does this hurt? It's a big shirt. It's like we've never made a shirt this big. Yeah. And then Mike gets a hat because that's like the only clothes he could really Mike Wait. could wear clothes. I mean, he's basically just a mouth and an eye. Like, and so he big, could wear pants. Right. He, I, he could wear a cardigan. He could. We could figure it out. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he and they make leg warmers for Art because mm-hmm. it's like kind of his only real like non face body sections. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um. And then they have like a little workout montage of them like taking it seriously and doing push ups and doing like, it's like scary feet, scary like feet, scary feet. It's fully rocky. Yeah. Uh, but without stairs. Yeah. And the next event is Don't Scare the Team. Mm-hmm. And this is where there's this giant maze. And you come around the corner and there will be like a swing out panel that either has a teenager or a kid on it. And if you try to scare the team, it, it stays. Stops. Yeah. And so now that part of the maze is blocked. If it's a kid, you can scare it and run through. Mm hmm. Uh, it's like a shortcut or something, maybe. Yeah. And so, like, one of the girl sororities ends up getting all blocked in. Mm-hmm. And the every teen is like, oh, you just don't understand me. <sighs> but, Daddy, I love him. <laughs> like, That's great. It is, it is very tropey. Uh, but, you know. Ridiculous. Uh, but, okay, gets through the thing. Mm-hmm. And another team, different team is eliminated. Um, they come in like second, I think, on that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe third. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the next event is hide and scare. Mm-hmm. And hiss is eliminated on this one. But yeah, so they just okay have to. They just have first. to hide. Uh, and then these like uh, referees referees come, come around and like every every person they hide they find is eliminated. And if your whole team is eliminated, you're eliminated. Right. At one point, Sully's just hiding, hiding as a player skin rod flat right. on the floor. I was like, how did that work? Yeah. That was, like, they found this one uh, monster who's hiding as a lamp, mm-hmm. or as a table, where she's just got legs and, like, a cylinder for a body, and with an eye on top, and it she was just great. put a tray on top, and yeah. he's like, nope, I see you, and then walks past a giant furry Sullivan laying right. on the Who floor. Right, who is not white, and, like, he's looking like a bear skin rod. Yeah. Like, I also assume they probably don't have a great grasp on, like, wildlife. In... Right, in the human world. Yeah. Maybe that's like, pr- that's this, probably this true. This kind of stuff happens. And um, this one, um, Roar comes in first. Mm-hmm. And Roar comes in first, I think, every time. I think so. But, um, okay, it's a very close second on this one. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, it was a very close second, and then the other team got eliminated. His got eliminated. So now it's just Roar and OK, and they're going into the final event. Right. The underdog and the, like, you know, champion. Perennial champion, yeah. Story of the ages. And this one's the scare simulator in front of everybody. Yes. So what it is is they pair them up, one from each side. Right. You get, you get a, like, a dossier on your kid. Of like what they're scared of, how old they are, you know, like what time of what time of night it is. Where are they? Where are they? How light of sleepers they are? How light of sleepers their parents are? You know, like all the details, all the all the relevant stats, so and, that you can choose the best tactics. And so they're going to do this, 
But there's a little smack talk before, and uh, the big guy from Roar looks at Mike and goes, when you lose, no one's going to remember who you are. And Mike just looks at him and goes, and when you lose, no one's going to let you forget it. And it was it was a pretty good rebuttal. The roar, like the second in command roar <laughs> We're guys, like, like Ooh, Ooh. that was actually pretty good. That kind of stung a little. Like, all also right, tr- also truth. Like, yeah, like, honestly, you have the bigger stakes here. You know, like, yeah, if we come in second, like, no one expected us to come in anything. So, mm-hmm. there we go. And so, hard scrabble like rolls in. She gives a little speech about everyone having to prove how scary they are. And one of them just isn't that scary. And Mike's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, it's true. Fully. It's he's just true. like, watch me. Um, and Mike's like, she, she talks to Sully about that, actually. And then, and Sully has to go back and he's trying to get Mike to be sc- scary. And he's like, ends up laying in his bed, like, oh, we're so phoned. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to pull this off. And so, Next day, final event starts. They sing the Monsters University alma mater as they file into the stadium. Have you ever sang any of your school's alma maters? My high school. We used to have to... We we would do it every year for graduation. That's wild. That's terrible. <laughs> I do love that there are truly ten fight songs. In all of America. Yeah, yeah, we just remix them and uh, pass Like, they've all been written in the 1930s. By one guy. By one guy. Uh, there was, like, this one... I, old... hope he, I hope he got paid. He did. He um, got paid multiple times. Good job. He sold his sheet music to all these different schools around the area mm-hmm. and made sure that he just, like, didn't give any proximal schools the same fight songs. Right. Like, right. it was it's actually so quite a bit of work. Like, I got a whole podcast about good, it. It's good like, why job. Do, why do all the fight songs... Why are there only 10 fight songs? And it came down to this one dude, and he's like, and so he wrote these 10 songs, basically, and mm-hmm. then just passed them out, and then you would say, hey, yeah, we need one. Because I, I definitely remember being like, this is the Wisconsin fight song. Yeah, this <laughs> like, is this the West is Virginia wild. fight song. Uh, and there are a couple standouts and a couple mm-hmm. different ones, but for the most part, yeah. No, there's only 10. Especially in, like, in high schools especially, in colleges mostly, and by the time we get to, like, actual professional sports, it's... it's they different. don't even have fight songs! The Bengals have a fight song. What is it? Uh, I can't sing it now, because, A, I can't sing. Right. But, like, it's out there. I, I, feel, I feel like by the time you get to professional sports, the, like, fight song is, like, we have, like, a rock and roll song. We mm-hmm. have, we have like, many, many other songs. The Bengals play their fight song after every touchdown. Okay. I've never heard it. Uh, or I'll just sing it for you. Okay. He will. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, anyway, so the event starts. First off is Dallin versus, like, this growling monster thing. Um, the growler monster from Roar steps on something prematurely, goes off a little early, doesn't scare, get a good scare. Mm-hmm. But Don, like, is able to, like, use his suckers to go across the ceiling and, like, drop right. down. Be and creepier. Like, really scare the bejesus out of this kid, so we're mm-hmm. off to an early start. Right. Early lead, rather. Um, the Terrys do quite respectable, but the other side does a little better, so they're catching up. Um, Squishy, like, 
just kind of like sidles into the scene and just is like next to this kid and scares him really good. Right. Just like you see him and then disappears and then he's right next to you. And like, I don't even think he does anything. The kid just screams because the guy can move. (laughs) Yeah, without being detected. Without being detected, which is fucking terrifying. Right. And so then Art gets in. um, He moves really fun and does some great maneuverability stuff, but doesn't really get a good scare. So now Mm -hmm. they're behind... And then Sully gets in, and, like, fortunately his kid's, Scare like... Scare off the charts. Well, his kid's, like, afraid of thunder and... And lions. lions. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Sully, like, do the roar. Like, right. He's like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do a roar, and then I'm going to leave. Yeah. And so he does that and, like, catches up, so now they're tied. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever scares most in this last round is going to be the winner. And it's Mike versus the main roar guy. Yes. And the main roar guy... Does great. Well, and uh, beforehand, he's like, don't feel too bad when you lose. You were never supposed to be here anyway. And you're like, that doesn't make me feel better, sir. So, Worthington, they call them, does really well. Mm -hmm. Gets a good score. And they're like, Mike would have to get a record-setting roar or a scare in order to beat this. And everybody's on the edge of their seats. Like, oh, no. Mike goes in and, like, maneuvers really well and does, like, He the, does, like, a scratch on the doorpost or uh, on the bedpost. Bed he, like, swooshes the curtains. Like, he does, he does the ambiance. He does a great job. He does all the foreplay. <laughs> and then does the scare. Mm-hmm. And, and the kid screams. The kid screams and pegs it all the way up. The crowd goes wild. Okay, wins. Yeah. They're like, what? That's amazing. Come from behind victory. Yep. And everybody, like, is, like, congratulating him. Roar is, like, kind of dumbfounded. And Mike is a little dumbfounded, too, but doesn't say anything. And then everybody's, like, going nuts. And, like, Don and Mrs. Squishy have a little moment of, like... Right. Of being like, I'm so proud of you. Uh, Is this when Roar comes up to Sully and be like, I guess you're one of us after all. And he's like, no, dude, I have my own people. Like, I don't need your bullshit. And Mike is, like, kind of, like, the the party kind of dolls down a little bit. And um, Mike's thinking about it. And he's looking at it. And he kind of, like... Scares the kid just like half heartedly. Well, he's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe I actually scared him. And he's like, You did, buddy. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, but you come away from that and let's go like right. celebrate. And, and he's like, Boom! And the uh, the the bed jumps up and he's like, That's weird. And there's like pegs the needle again. Yeah. And it turns out. And then he snaps his fingers and it does it again. And he's like, Something's wrong with this. Like this is not this is not normal. And he like there's a little sensitivity thing that we saw at mm-hmm. the at the final exam earlier, you know, at the in the scaring one hundred and one, right, right in the early set, exams, it's set really. He's like, well. "Why is mine set to easy?" Like, mm-hmm. it's like, Sully, did you do this when you were in the room before me? And Sully's like, "I mean, like, we needed to win, Mike. We need." He's like, "You cheated for me. You like didn't believe in me. Like, that's you, the part that works. You hurts said, worse. You said you believed in me, but like, clearly that was bullshit. Like, you don't think I'm scary, do you?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just needed you to win because I just, you just don't have it, Mike. And Mike is just crushed. crushed. And also, like, livid. And Sully turns around and the rest of the team is there, too. And, like, Squishy just puts the cup down on the field and walks away. And Mike's like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I thought I was doing the right thing. But, like, I wasn't doing the right thing. So, next thing you see is Mike looking at, like, 
the door lab? Sneaking into the door lab. So they have a whole other uh, part of this scare school where you design doors. Right. And this one uh, girl is like, I've been working on that door all semester. And they're like, yeah, but it's just too dangerous. Like, we can't. You know, we can't keep it. We can't keep it, and you're like, "Oh, it was such a good idea." <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, this is where Sully is offered his shirt back by Roar and kind of oh, like, okay, declines okay. it because, like, first off, he's feeling a little guilty, and he's also like, kind of mm-hmm. found his tribe, and like, right. it's just the whole thing. Um, and he runs off and finds Heart Scrabble, and immediately just confesses the whole thing. He's like, "Listen, I cheated on the thing. This extracurricular game that we were playing, I." Adjusted the sensitivity. Right. But no one else on my team knew anything about it. It was just me. So, like... I take all responsibility. Right. And instantly, he's expelled. Yeah. I'm like, this is like an extracurricular activity. Like, this is not... Well, they had a bet about it. I think if they didn't have a bet about it, it So would that's be all on her. Right. I guess, but I don't know. Like, she had a bet about it, and so, like, oh, I was going to let you into the scare program, but now you cheated, so you're disqualified from the game, and since you're disqualified from the game, you're disqualified from a program. And also, but, like, she goes the extra step and is like, and you're out, and you've brought disgrace to this university and to your family name, and Mm -hmm. and Sully's like, yeah, whatever. Okay, man. And then the alarms go off. Right, someone broke into the, um, door lab, and they're like, (gasps) uh, and Sully immediately puts two and two together and is like, oh no, it has to be Mike. Has to be Mike trying to prove to, like, everyone he's that he's scary. Enough. He's scary enough. And what had happened is Mike had broken into a cabin, like a summer camp cabin. Right, so this experimental door is a summer camp cabin. And I was like, oh my god, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Because all these kids... All of them are away from home. All of them, like, away from the comfort of, of home. It's not their regular uh, life. They are hyped up on sugar. None of them are sleeping. Like, yeah. they're all in like, the early throes of prepubescence. Like, Yeah, you crashed out at 2 a.m. Yeah, there's a, lo- there's a lot going on in these people. Mm-hmm. So he tries to scare the first girl he sees, but she's not scared of him at all. She just thinks she's like, kind of... You look weird and funny. And then the rest of the cabin wakes up, and they're not scared either. And he's, like, stuck in a corner, and all the right. kids and are Right, and they're, just, they're just kind of curious. They're yeah. not scared. He's like, oh, fuck, this has not worked. And so Sully arrives, and um, Hart Scrabble's in there with a couple of other technicians, like, trying to figure out what to do and how to get Mike out. And no one's allowed in the room. Right. And Mike tries to run in. They're like, yeah, no, no. No, no, big boy. You're out. Like... Mm-hmm. Let He's like, but my friend's in there. Like, yeah, let the professionals handle this, which is usually good advice. By the way. Yes, it usually is. So then Mike just uses the rest of um, Uzma Kappa to distract all the... Sully does. Sully does, yeah. And just runs through the door to rescue his friend. Mm-hmm. And he gets in and he's like, Mike, Mike, where are you? And, like, nobody's in that cabin. The red and blue lights are flashing in the windows because the cops pull up. And they're like, fuck. And he's like, fuck. And he looks out the back window and it's open and he's like, that's Mike. Right. So he dives through there, and he gets half-spotted. Right, and they're like, it's a bear! Yeah, and he so he runs down to the lake and runs into Mike. Like, mm-hmm. finds Mike. And they have, like, a whole moment of Mike being like, don't you trust in me? 
that I had it. I don't have it. I came here to prove it. I obviously don't have it. Right. Like, none of them thought I was scary. And I'm never like, going to be a scarer. And you're like, I mean, maybe you won't be a scarer, but like, you're fucking brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got through any of that without you. Yeah. So he's like, and furthermore, like, you might be a failure at scaring, but I'm like a failure because I cheated on something and like got expelled and now I'm a disgrace to my family. So, right. Like, and before, and before that, I was flunking out of school. So, so like, like, we're all failures well, here. Welcome to fuck up land. Like, this Population might, us. Right. This might be your first visit, but it's not mine. It's like, also, like, I'm acting scary, but like, you know what? I'm fucking terrified. At least you're brave. At least right. you're trying. At least you have that ability. And, you know, Mike's like, how Like, I have vibrato and nothing else. Yeah, he's like, how come you never told me this before? He's like, well, we weren't friends before. Kind of implicate. Like, are we friends now? now? And you're like, yeah, let's go home, buddy. And so they get spotted almost again, and they have to run off, and they get back to the cabin. Mm-hmm. And they go to open the door, and they open the door to the closet, and it's a closet. It's just a closet. It's just a closet. Yeah, hard. And they're like, oh shit. They must have turned off uh the door from the from the monster's uh world side. Which makes sense. Right. That's right. That's how you contain. Mm-hmm. That's how you contain. And Mike's like, Well we're like, what do we do now? He's like, Well, in theory, if we got a big enough scare, we could charge it from this side and still get through. But like, it's really fucking risky, bro. And so he's like you tell me what to do. Right. Like, right. I got the I got the like, roar, you got I mean, the brains. Well, and Mike was like, I think we can do it. And so he's like, these are adults. Like, I I don't know. I don't know if we can do it. And he's like, if anybody can, we can. Like, mm-hmm. and we you know what else are we going to do? And so they start doing, like, this really, really creepy setup for the adults. That yeah, it's, it's brilliant. They it's like, very smart. They, like, have rustles in the doorways and, like, things moving around. Right. They're, like, scratching bedposts or closing the door. Like, they distract and then, like, Sully makes a scratch across, like, a Mm -hmm. wall. And by the time they get their flashlights over there, he's gone. But the big, giant claw marks are still on the wall. Right. Right. And, like, it's very smart. They remain unseen almost the whole time. At one point, like, this little, like... 50s like wind up doll goes oh across god. the floor and I was I like would, oh god I would nope the hell was, out of that cabin <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't run out at that point and like Hardscrabble looks up at the door and she can see the light on the top that's red that's starting to power, flicker that's starting to flicker and she's like wait what we shut down this door what's going on and then like they finally like kind of sprain the last bits of it which basically right, is they they wind strings around um and then they behind them behind, behind them, the people behind the people and then they push them back so then they all like fall over and then Sully appears and roars yeah and, and like out of the darkness and the shadows this like giant yeah, monster this giant appears monster. and roars at him and you see the the door light up and the canister of scream attached to it like fill right and all the canisters and the and whole the lab start to light up light up and fill and you see Mike and Sully back in the cabin running for the door. Mm-hmm. And right as they run through it, the door in the lab explodes. explodes. It explodes. And the two of them come flying through, singed and, like, mm-hmm. dirtied up. And Mike's hat is, like, on fire. It's like Monsters University hat he got from. It just from says that M dude. and, like, charcoal. It's just charred. <laughs> and Hardscrabble is, like, in the middle of this whole scene, like, 
what the ever-loving fuck just happened. Like, right. Do you understand how much paperwork I have to fill out because of your shenanigans? And then Arts Grove's like, looks up on Sully and she's like, how did you do this? And he's like, don't ask me, ask the little dude. Like, right. none I of just the, did none I would have been stuck, but like, yeah, Mike figured it out. Yeah. And then the CPA arrives, the child... Child, child D- CDA, Child yeah. Detection Agency. The child Detection Agency. Rolls in. They're like, the okay, there's no child breach, like, blah, blah, no blah, debris. blah, blah. Yeah. But number one, who's Roz, we know later, mm-hmm. walks in and is like, I'll be watching you two. Always watching. And like... <laughs> Truly so good. So great. So good. Um, and uh, Mike and Sully, of course, for their shenanigans, are recognized are, and... They're expelled. Instantly. Like, right. Like, you're never coming Sully's back. like double expelled, I think, at this point. <laughs> like, he's lucky he's not arrested. Yes. Um, and he apologized, and they're at okay, like, picking up their stuff, and they apologize. Like, you guys would be in the scaring program if it weren't for us. And there's, like, a really awkward silence... And they're like, yeah, so uh, the dean was like, you know what? Like, you're in. You're in. I'm gonna let well, you guys in. and the dean, when they were expelling them, was like, look, you did something that never happens, and you surprised me. I'm well, like, she's next actually coming. Oh, that's coming. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, actually, they're yeah they're in the program. They're in the program. They're like, oh, that's great. I'm so happy for you. And you're like, well, we'll all be going because we're still super expelled. <laughs> and then Don walks up. He's like, I have some even more exciting announcements. Me and Sherry are engaged. And so he's like, that's great. Who's, Who's Sherry? Sherry? And Squishy's just like, it's, it's my, my mom. mom. I don't want to think about it. And, and Don's like, yeah, don't think of me as your stepdad. stepdad. We're brothers first. He's like, not helping. He's like, yeah, we're just brothers that share a mom slash wife. Wait. He's like, yeah, that made it that, so that much worse. That is good. Never mind. And like, Mike and Sully, you can see they're, like, everybody <laughs> in the room is just like. And Scott's like, yeah, is, none of this is, none of this is okay. <laughs> I don't um, want to think about it. There's a lot of therapy here. <laughs> and so um, as they're leaving, Don hands him a business card. And he had kind of had his business card that said sales on it this whole time. And he hands him one that's got sales scratched out, and it says "scare, scare student. student." And it's like, "Oh, good for you!" And so they're walking out, and they're like, "So what now?" And Mike's like, "I, I don't know. Like, I don't have any plan. This was the plan." Like, right. This is the first time in my whole life I've never had a plan since like second grade. You know, like mm-hmm. hang up posters, get all A's, become the best scare ever. Like, so they have a handshake and a best of luck. Mike gets on the bus. They drive away. And Sully jumps on the side of the bus and is like, Mike! And he's like, oh, God, what the hell? Stop the bus! Stop the bus! And he's like, and Sully's like, listen, you're the smarter, better monster. Like, you will do well. Do not doubt yourself. You will find something. You're not scary. Like, not not even a little. But you are fearless. Mm. And that counts for something. Right, and tenacious and determined. And if Hardscrabble can't see that... Then she should, and at that moment, Hardscrabble's like right there, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, like, hey, I was just talking about you. All good things. <laughs> all good things. And this is where Hardscrabble's like, "You two did something that has never happened. Mm-hmm. You, surprised you surprised me. me." And there's nothing I can do for you now. Like you, you broke so many university safety rules. Like, and ooh, I can again. I you're cannot. Lucky you're not arrested. I cannot just let that slide. Uh, but. I let your buddies in because you know what? You told me I should be surprisable. Like, 
I'm going to see what they got. Right. I and I look forward to more surprises from my students. Right. Right. I'm I'm interested in diversity. And so then they're both like, you know, we could still work in the scare industry. And so he's like, how? He's like, well, they're hiring in the mailroom. Right. And then you see the montage of them working up from the mailroom. Well, they start at the mailroom and you see Yeti walking by and then they're like, we're going to be the best mail people ever. And Mike is anyway. And so he's like, I mean, we're going to do the mail thing. Like, it's, <laughs> And he's like, no, we're going to do gonna, it the best. <laughs> we're going to deliver more mail than anyone else. And like, he's like, just don't be tampering in the, the mail. That can be punished by banishment. And he's like, noted, Mr. Yeti. Thank you, Mr. Snowman. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, yeah, then it's the montage of them working up, like, most nail delivered award. And Sully's in the back, like, yeah, whatever. Mm. And then they, like, go to janitorial and then the cafeteria and then, like, can wranglers for the... Right. And then they're, like, open scare auditions and they do it and, like, rookie sensations and then they're on the scare floor and that's where Right, and that's, and that's how they got their jobs. And so, like... They make it to the scare floor, and it's, like, their first day on the scare floor, and Mike is about to cross the, like, big yellow line of danger, mm-hmm. and... So it's like, you coming, coach? I need you. And he's like, okay. And he just, like, walks across, and they're on. Mm-hmm. And we get and some they had, they had many happy scares. Baseball card credits. Like. Baseball card credits. And then, at the very, very end, there's a tag. And it's the snail cat monster from earlier. He's like, I gotta go to my first day of class. And he, like, takes off running at his best than snail's pace. Right, and you get there and you're like, the, the, the semester's over. And he's like, oh. Fuck. He just oh, turns well. around. And starts running again. But You would just camp out. You're just like, can you bring me a sandwich? God, I'm just gonna, like, take a nap. Right. So, so what did we learn from this movie? Um, Tenacity will get you expelled. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and that, like, the breakdowns of, like, the sorority of tall, pretty blondes and the sorority of Dubros exist in every fucking universe. <laughs> it is true. It's kind, it's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Um, know your, know your role and stay in your lane. Yes, but also be open to surprise and, you know, like, steer into who you are and be the best you. Indeed. Be the best you you can be. And, like, don't try to do things other people's ways. Like... Right. You can do things your own way. Yeah. do You can go your own way. You can. Thank, thank you, Classic Rock. Indeed. <laughs> And on that note, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.